Cult Collectibles is the number one site for historical items from the People's Temple, Heaven's Gate, Om Shinrikyo, and many other cults that you never even knew existed. Hundreds of hours of work have gone into curating our collection of unique and one-of-a-kind items from the dark history of these groups. We also have a large selection of true crime memorabilia from such notorious cases as Edmund Kemper, Jeffrey Dahmer, Charles Manson, and many more. We add new items to the site every week and post sales and auctions on our Instagram at Cult Collectibles. So visit us on the web at cultcollectibles.org today. Hey, this is Dave Jackson, director of Catsick Blues and co-host of Show Me Something Wrong. You're listening to Sick on Cinema. And welcome to Sick on Cinema. I am one half of your heroine, be the death of me, <laughs> podcasters, John. I'm your other half, Matt. And tonight we are joined by a very special guest, a man who wears many hats in the podcast world. You might know him from the, the Joe Bones podcast. You might know him from the Quality of Violent Cinema podcast. You might know him from Bones and Brews, but you should know him as making one of the best segments in all of Symbolicus. Aww. We are joined by none other than Bones. Hi. Thank you for that compliment. And I thought you were going to go the Gigi Allen route, by the way. I was was about to hear Carmelita as soon as I started heroin. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. <laughs> we're all strung out on, on, <laughs> on the outskirts of town that song is unironically a slapper oh absolutely that's one of the best <laughs> songs ever made are you kidding me i love that song so much gg's got like i know it's not it's not the, the correct thing to say but gg's got some good songs okay so first of all expose yourself to kids best one right away <laughs> just kidding just kidding but like his early shit you just before he was like really on drugs mm. you're shocked about how talented that fucker was like where Dude. did it all go <laughs> heroin <laughs> heroin yeah his talent shrunk and so did his dick so yeah <laughs> that is true he was so, so blatant about it too he was he wearing it everywhere <laughs> god but yes, we are joined by Bones because we're talking about drug movies. Oh, yeah. And at- <laughs> I like me some drugs. <laughs> as I was watching them, I was like, man, these are probably some of the, like, like as far as, like, pedigrees go, like, two of, like, the best directors we've ever covered on the podcast. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And then I we mean, got Chris Faro, so. <laughs> okay, we'll just, gonna be, we'll just be open about it. Yeah. <laughs> two oh, of no. The, two of the best films of all, all time. 
next to Red Crocodile. <laughs> oh no! But uh, thank you, sir, for coming on. As always, it's been a it's been in the works for a minute. Oh yeah, I totally appreciate you guys having me on. It's gonna be a fun time. I had a great time with you last time we were on a podcast together. So what are the what are the podcasts of all time with like a six hour like runtime? It was an epic. It was Dude, awesome. I, I know when we were on the call for like seven and a half hours, I did cut a lot of shit out. It was Dude. very Lind in a podcast. <laughs> I still haven't seen that movie for a fucking reason. Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> fucking Jesus. <laughs> Let's go ahead and uh, get the listener questions going. How about that? Listener questions. Questions, <laughs> questions, comments, and concerns can be sent to sitconcinema at gmail.com or you can wait to the week of the episode. We are by weekly podcast on the Instagram because that's the only place we are. We'll post a lovely little image as a dancing skeleton on it and you can ask in the comment section below. Why well, you look shocked? Damn. I don't know why so, else can see this, but I just look so, over you're just like... <laughs> you, well, you're you just say, going fast as fuck. Well, you, you say it every time. Where the fuck is the dancing skeleton? Have I just missed it this entire okay. time? I don't know if they're actually dancing, but like there are skeletons in the background of the pictures that says we're taking questions. Yeah, okay. it's a uh, it's from the Black Plague like drawings. I hear you say this every time, but I I'm also drinking every time. <laughs> but as you should when you listen. As to you us. should. Yes. <laughs> it, trust me, it just gets me rock hard hearing your voices. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's always better to be a little unhinged mentally. <laughs> That's like, true. Then there's the part where he shit on him. <laughs> <laughs> then then he shit on him. Oh, dude, it's in the fucking side of the screen. Okay. I I totally did not know that. <laughs> <laughs> I have been looking for them too. <laughs> Just like analyzing it like it's a, a fucking like with the, like yarn and string. <laughs> Obviously not fucking hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck so, man. First up here we have Chris from Severed Cinema. Oh shit. And uh, he's a sweetheart. Go check out Severed Cinema if you haven't. Yeah, you, you did some with Severed Cinema. <laughs> check out two of the best interviews ever written. <laughs> By me. <laughs> I'll not cough that part out. <laughs> you recently uh, had a conversation with Chosen Fukui. Oh, yeah. That was in the work for like fucking four months. And then, uh, well, it's, it's translate. Like Google translates oh. hard. And then fucking Chris was like, yo, chat GBT. I'm like, fuck. I didn't even think about it. Because <laughs> I was going to have to, I was like saving up money to pay some motherfucker off of Fiverr. <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> I wanted it done right, damn it. <laughs> I mean, fair, I wouldn't have thought about that either. So, yeah, I wouldn't exactly. either. <laughs> and now I'm fucking supporting Skynet. That's true. They're coming for my job in particular. I hear it every day. <laughs> they took her germs. <laughs> John's like, please. Like, yeah, like, you can have it. Like, please take it. Bro, at this point, I'm hoping a fucking Roomba takes my job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Roombas will be hitting babies and old ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Just running them over. Chris says, howdy, folks. This is a terrible question. I'm just gonna say, it. Chris, I love you. But this is a terrible <laughs> question. Who do you love more, Herschel or Spooky? 
meaning if you're forced at gunpoint to have one of them fall off a cliff, plummeting to their death, their body mangled against the harsh, jagged, rocky landscape, who would live? This question is mandatory. Bones, you too, brother. You can love Chris Sanford. <laughs> now what the okay, hell, man? Fuck. So, I'm, I'm not going to go personally. Logistically, Spooky has a little more padding to him. I think he would survive. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> fair, just fair. right off the bat. Me and Matt talked about a little bit off uh, air, <clears throat> and I was like, I'll just push all four of us off. <laughs> just <laughs> just yeah, I'm just like, let's go, boys. <laughs> Dumb just, fucking... <laughs> just spear everybody off the fucking... <laughs> Dude, that, that should be your guys' remake is Sophie's Choice. Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> We ain't making the choice, boys. Let's go. <laughs> Just kidding. We're throwing down the baby. Matt, you're gone. <laughs> Damn. I guess I'd take out Herschel and then steal all this stuff and sell it. That's shit. Damn. <laughs> or I could take Spooky's manual box set. That would be kind of sick. <laughs> Oh, okay, wait, wait, wait. If we're going there, I'd kill Spooky. His collection, bro, uh, I'd love Dude. to steal the shit out of that. <laughs> Dude, his collection is insane. It is impressive as fuck, yeah. Matt, you haven't answered. I see you trying to get out of this. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to slip, I'm slip out of this question. Um, well, let's go with collection-wise. I love how that's how decided. Who dies? Yeah. Who's got the better stuff I can take? <laughs> I mean, I will, I'll say Herschel has a bunch of, like, shit porn I don't want. Uh, you could sell that. So, you I could, could sell, sell that. For a pretty penny. I know Christian would buy it. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, you're probably right. I'll... I'm up Herschel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess I'm taking Herschel's collection. We love you, Boo Boo, but you know, <laughs> look, tough. man, times are tough. I'm broke as a motherfucker. Everyone <laughs> just had a sale, you know. <laughs> Fucking Damn. Black Friday sales coming up. Vinegar syndrome. Sorry, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, see you. Hope you forgive me. <laughs> Hope you forgive me as you lay mangled on the rocks below. <laughs> He be watching JVs in heaven, brother. <laughs> the worst movies ever made. God love you. Dude. Oh no, we should throw him off the cliff for making us watch Shark Exorcist in the hotel at Frank and Gone. Bro, this wasn't <laughs> as bad as the other movie we watched. No, but he made us watch that one. <laughs> the what? movie that we watched at the screen the screening there was one of the biggest pieces of dog shit I've ever seen in my life. What? What was it? Should we should we should we say it, John? Sure, we can say it, whatever. Cut it out. But, I don't care. I want to know. <laughs> it was a movie called Grandma. Grandma, okay. Grandma. <laughs> oh my god, it was horrible. Okay, so I'm just a shark exorcist. I, I'm just saying this right off the bat. I really appreciate Herschel's honesty because human hibachi. <laughs> was, te- was was terrible and i felt so bad because the director found my review on letterbox and mm. i was harsh i was harsh as fuck mm. but i'm sorry i can't excuse it like you, you gotta be honest like, <laughs> you know like <laughs> yeah and through a lot though <laughs> i gave after- grandma a half and uh my review on letterbox was just fuck <laughs> And the director comment on it. Oh my god, really? Yeah. yeah. 
What was the comment? He was just like, oh, sorry, you didn't care for it. We're looking on fixing some things. And I was just like, no, you do you. I ain't got to be mad. Yeah. Doing you, you know, you do your thing. <laughs> We're looking on fixing some things. It's like, did you see my rating? Like, <laughs> you do the movies, which you should yeah. do. Yeah. But... <laughs> think, think it's a dumpster fire, but sorry. <laughs> Dude, oh my God. He made a movie, you know. Lame, lame. Yeah, good, good on him, I guess. Yeah. Well, that, good on him, I guess. That's the hardest thing for me is like, there's very few movies by the indie scene that i give shitty ratings to i know how hard it is to make something but fuck man like there's some shit out there like yeah i I think effort you know well not even just that you could have all the effort in the world some people aren't made to make movies sure that just that's the fact (laughs) alien beasts i still need to watch that all i've heard is terrible shit from you guys don't (laughs) i i really well it's like oh fuck Ah, I feel bad. I was drunk. Like I said, I was drunk while listening. Who'd you have to cover fucking Alien Beast on? Or maybe it was somebody you were talking to Alien Beast about. Uh, Herschel used to love that movie. Well, yeah. Didn't he change his opinions on it? He did. Yeah, that was on the yeah. Open Casket yeah. podcast. Really? It's, yeah. Yeah. I decided Alco- to watch alcohol it. Alcohol sucks. <laughs> Don't do it, kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I decided to watch it out of morbid curiosity and immediately fucking regretted it. I, it was horrible. I'm not. I already talked shit enough. I'm not going to say my next thing. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're, we're good. <laughs> They're going to say burning bridges. Burning bridges. <laughs> and whenever we can. By the way, Sick on Cinema does not endorse anything that comes out of this fucking mouth. <laughs> John does not endorse anything that comes out of my mouth. <laughs> I swear we bring the worst out of people. Mr. Parker's the sweetest man on earth. He comes on our podcast and starts making McDonald's shooting jokes. <laughs> oh, dude. Park is the best. Seeing so him dr- seeing him drunk at Wasteland was my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> it was. Yeah. And by the way, I'm 100% sure he still doesn't know my real name after he met him. <laughs> I, told, I told him it was Brock Bones. And he's like, dude. Brom, like Sleepy Hollow. I'm calling you Brom Bums for now on. And they <laughs> they talked about me in 22 shots, and that's exactly what he said. I'm like, he <laughs> definitely doesn't know my real name. <laughs> but he knows who I am. The rest, the rest of them was like that fucking guy that was still awake after Sundays, drinking all night long, fucking <laughs> awake. At, seriously, 2 p.m. on Sunday, plastered. <laughs> Fuck. One day we'll make the trek to Wasteland. It's like... Oh. Dude, it's yeah. the best horror convention I've ever been to, and I've been to a handful. Like, you guys gotta come. It'll be so much fun to have you there. Oh my god. Yeah, we would love to come. <laughs> After we've talked about killing our friends, we can move on. <laughs> <laughs> we can bring them along. They ain't actually did. <laughs> they ain't actually did. <laughs> Dude, I would love to get drunk with Spooky. He's totally oh. like, he's he's my guy. I could get drunk with him. He would love it. Oh, we, we, we saw him drunk in person. <laughs> uh, next up, we have one from Mr. Cole. Mr. Cole. Mr. Cole says, bros, thank you for doing the podcast. Uh, thank you for listening. <laughs> yeah. Every episode, I learn about 10 or more movies that I've never heard of. My my watch list is huge now. I think on the Valentine's Day episode, episode, you ask people to stop giving movies one-word titles like playing. What are your top three one-word titles without doing any research? Mine are low, suck, and chop. Thanks. P.S. Planes was a pretty good action flick with an unfortunate title. 
PSS, Splatter Naked Blood fucks. Oh, yeah, the Splatter Naked Blood's the best. Sato, best fucking filmmaker out there. I love him. Dude. My favorite. Yeah. Love minus zero equals infinity. I just watched it like not that long ago. I've never seen it. It's still one I need to watch. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's, oh, my God. <laughs> it's so good. Dude, it's yeah. so good. I, I don't remember. I know we talked about it, but fucking brain sex. Did you guys check that one out yet? Yes. I fucking love this movie, dude. I loved it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> dude, it's totally fucking. It's got natural born killer vibes. I it fucking does. love it, dude. Dotto is amazing. Like, I just oh, yeah. Mu- stuff. Muscle is great. I haven't fucking... one yet. Oh, and then the turtle one. Uh, turtle fucking... vision. Oh, turtle vision. Yeah. 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 But yeah, back to the question. <laughs> one, word three, one word titles. One word answers. Uh, I cannot oh, think God. of one off the top of my head. Um, he fucking nice. named he named one that I fucking thought of off the top of my head, and then you said it. I'm like, fuck, suck. <laughs> like I love suck. <laughs> That's a great fucking title. Um, uh, Enigma. Okay. <laughs> Wait. No, no, no. It wasn't his question about bad one movies. Oh, words. It, no, it just says what are your top three one word titles? Oh, that's a lot easier. Basket oh, okay. is great. Uh, oh, you didn't like it? No, no, no. Basket is good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I heard uh. It's like fuck. No, no. I was just like, oh, I didn't even think about that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, does the count? Sure. Well, no, I meant like the before the word. That's like, what I was thinking because I don't know. I'd say, okay. I'd say it's still two words, technically. Because I was going to go with the thing, but then I was like, I can't go with the thing, so I went with things. Oh, okay, there you go. <laughs> mm, uh, yeah, things. Them, the giant ant movie, is one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, what about Fang Boner? Fang Boner. Mm, Fang Boner, it's yeah. <laughs> it's a good movie. An off-topic, but I still think Gay for Prey is his best movie. I even told Dude. Nathan that. I love that fucking movie so much. God hates fags. He does. I know, right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> God, <laughs> fucking um, Mr. Parker in that movie oh, as the fucking so atheist, good. dude. I literally talked to him about that as soon as I fucking walked up to him on Wasteland. I'm like, dude, why didn't you play Jesus? And he's like, I thought that's what I was gonna play. <laughs> Nathan didn't tell him, and then he ended up playing that character, which I think he did great with. But oh yeah, oh, bless you. What the fuck did you say to me? <laughs> Okay, well, that's two for me. I don't know if I'll think of any more, but Matt, you haven't given an answer yet. Throw one out. Uh, <laughs> bliss. Oh. Bliss. There you go. That is yeah. yeah. I love Audition. that movie. That You say what one? Audition. Audition. There you go. Fuck. I can't get uh, can. There's my He's my favorite. <laughs> it's so bad that I say this. I think Audition's my least favorite out of Mike's stuff. I, I love it. But it's just not my favorite out of yeah. his stuff. I kind of feel the same way. Like I've, I love it, but at the same time, I've like I've grown to love other movies by him more. Yeah. Oh, way more. Yeah. Um. Jesus fucking I don't, Christ! I don't know if that fucking counts. This one. We've all gone brain dead. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's a little challenging, to be honest. Yeah. Well, I'm not not in front of my shelf. That's the main problem. <laughs> I can look behind me. Hey? Alucarda. That's a name. Oh, oh yeah. I fucking love Alucarda, dude. Yeah. <laughs> dude. Oh, my God. 
And my girlfriend, me and her watched it. She can't stand it anymore. And she's like, I like this, but fucking half the movies, they're screaming, how do you cry about Justine? (laughs) Oh, man, that movie's so good. It's like we rewatched Rubber's Lover the other night. And like oh, that's a God. that's an absolute masterpiece, but half that movie is literally just screaming. No, no, it's so good. Uh, uh, crash, sorry, Crash. That's a fucking masterpiece that, right there. Yeah. Well, the the Cronenberg one, not the later one, but shit. Like I, now, I'm, now you say Cronenberg, Shivers, Video Drums, one word. <laughs> yeah, basically his whole catalog. <laughs> Before the fucking uh, we started recording. Me and uh, fucking Bones are talking about Deliverance. Deliverance, oh, yeah. yeah deliverance. Oh, Rituals, the Canadian rip-off. Rituals, I think yeah. that's awesome, yeah. That movie's great. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Fucking Frankenstein is one word. Oh my god, it is. What the fuck? <laughs> Frankenhooker. <laughs> yeah, Frankenhooker. Fuck. Dude, okay. This is starting to get easier. <laughs> oh yeah, let's keep this going. Of course, there's the, the, the right man. <laughs> right, that, that's two words now. Hang on, no, hang on. No, 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 it's no. together. It's together. Okay. Yeah, it's just right man. Yeah, but because it's a superhero name, they're together. Right man. <laughs> I just don't want him to do it because he's looking at my collection. I am, yeah. <laughs> so he's reading off the horrible things that I own. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can look at the shit I own. You ain't got that kind of shit. What do you got? Yes, I do. Traces of death is two words. Like what? Three words. <laughs> three words. Yeah. I was like two words. Where are you going? <laughs> Fucking... I am from East Tennessee, you know. <laughs> Fair. The words mixed together. Yeah. yeah. We don't know how to uh, read, so. I feel like I'm just naming movies at this point. Well, I, I know. I, I can't. I need to jump off of somebody else's, to be honest. <laughs> it reminds me. I'm like, oh, that one sounds similar. <laughs> oh, uh, there's a scum. Oh, yeah. Alan Clark. Yeah. Scum. I don't think I've seen that one, actually. It's a great movie. Oh, elephant. So oh, oh, elephant. Fuck, dude. Ah, oh, that's one of my favorites. Yeah. Begotten. Begotten. Yeah, yeah. I love the begotten. I love begotten. But... It, it, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's okay. <laughs> well, well, okay. It's a terrible comparison because one has story, one doesn't. It's like Channel 309. It's like, ah, uh, the content's not great, but the shots are cool. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Oh no! If anybody would like to buy a copy of Channel 309, the first one from me, I actually have that. And I don't. Want you no have more. the first one. I'll buy it from you. I started watching from the second volume because that's the only one I could find, and I'm like, eh, it's something. I like the, I like the shots a lot. But... Yeah, I just didn't care for it at all. <laughs> oh, it's definitely not something I would ever watch again. But I own the second one now. I have to buy the rest. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the first one's available anywhere, is it? Uh, I think it sold or because when black lava stopped shipping to america mm. fucking uh underworld sabrasa took it but they only took the second volume for some reason or maybe i just didn't see the first volume get sold out but mm. yeah i don't know but there's some one word answers mr cole we yeah appreciate you for listening i appreciate you but why such a fucking hard question <laughs> <laughs> yeah. next up is psychonaut He's the best. Which I just got a package in from the day, and it was fucking sick. And every time he has a damn sale, I can't help myself. I buy a shit ton of stuff. Hell I yeah. A book, like an art portfolio <clears throat> book filled with it. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. The funniest thing is I bought Baptism. Have you guys seen that one? I think so. 
I'm not going to describe it, but it's a fucked up piece. And I'm like, my girlfriend's never going to let me put this on the wall. He's like, buy the art portfolio book. I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to put it on the wall. Wait till she notices. <laughs> and then after she met Silas at Wasteland, she's like, we could keep it on the wall. I'm like, oh. I was going to do it anyway. <laughs> no. <laughs> you, you have probably my favorite piece that Silas has done that I've seen. Oh, thoughts and prayers. Yeah, fucking yeah. love that one. Fucking amazing piece, dude. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. Uh, yeah. Um, he says, "Hello, stickies. <laughs> <laughs> How far out do you two typically plan episodes slash topics? Do you have a massive running list of ideas you pull from at random? Is it meticulously planned with with cross T's and dotted eyes, or do you just go where the wind takes you? Much love. Hope you two are doing well. Uh." Doing okay. <laughs> Doing okay. Doing okay. We're alive. Yeah. It's a we great actually... question, but it, if it's going where I think I'm going, you should totally have Silas on because that, that's what it made it sound like to me. But I'm not sure you should talk to him. <laughs> oh, we'd love to have him on. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Absolutely. We have a large list of topics as far as playing yeah. episodes out. We do have a calendar, but it's like, it's so like fluid. Like, this oh, in yeah. particular, it's changed so much from what it was planned out to be. Oh yeah, the list that Matt sent me like months ago. It like it, a topic all the way down here ended up being like the third episode that you posted after that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was essentially like like yeah. We have like that's not even all the episodes we have like ideas for. Like we could fucking probably do this show to the day we fucking die if we really wanted to. Because there's so many fucking fucked up movies out there, so oh, and shit keeps coming out. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Like, and especially since we expanded like how we do the show, because it's not just fucked up movies anymore. It's like, oh, here's you know, here's some more out there movies or weirdo movies mm. and stuff like that. It just expanded it to the point where we're just like, oh fuck. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere sure. around here, there is a calendar that has it's a baby animals calendar. <laughs> <laughs> the entire year planned out but we don't really follow it 100 <laughs> percent. no i'm not even sure what is next like when we catch a whim we just decide to do something <laughs> yeah you just have it just for the ironic joke of baby animal calendar with fucking like go gooso milk fucking yeah, down yeah. on <laughs> like i bought it at my store the first time we did it and then the next year i was like man i can't find a baby animals calendar it kind of sucks and then i did so now that's just it's a running thing in me. <laughs> if I remember correctly, I think it's uh, next to John uh, with all the fucking DVD cases. So oh, I ain't digging through that. That's a shit ton of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame you. It's organized chaos, buddy. It's my, <laughs> it's my best friend. <laughs> Dude, I am the most organized unorganized person probably on fucking planet earth oh dude i hate when my girlfriend picks up because i'm like i knew exactly what was in that pile damn it <laughs> yeah i knew where that was and i knew where to put it that's oh, yeah dude yeah hey have you you cleaned my <laughs> shit <laughs> oh yeah well some shit needs to be clean. Like having a pile of movies and a gun right next to it. Like, should probably put the gun up. There's kids over. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> Got to get through the pile of movies first, though. <laughs> but, uh, thank you, Psychonaut, for the question. Go buy Art. He still has a sale going on. It's fucking sick. Oh, yeah. And uh, the code is Dead Girls, all caps. Uh, definitely pick it up. 
Yes. And that's everything. Also, if you pick up something, you can get a conspiracy like alien uh, documentary that he has. Dude, ask for the religious ones. (laughs) We've talked about that because I collect uh, like Jehovah's Witness and Mormon propaganda for kids. Like, yeah, there's a great one I have where it's like, why does all the kids get to celebrate holidays and I don't as a sad kid on it? It what the fuck that makes me think one time this truck driver came in uh the store and we were talking while i was ringing him up and i just mentioned i like movies He's like, oh you like movies i found some at truck stop hang on and i was like oh god what is this and he came back with two bagfuls of like dvds that someone had just thrown out at a truck stop and pretty they much all that, of them yeah. was just old like westerns you know some most of it's just like gun smoke episode kind of things but yeah. at the very bottom of the bag was like a two dvd alex jones documentary set seriously like, what the fuck is this did <laughs> so you watch it, it no i gave it to matt yeah but... i have it <laughs> they're all bootlegged as fuck too oh yeah <laughs> like Dude, really? all the truck stops around here they have like canadian dvds for some mm-hmm. reason. So I got like a Canadian version of Natural Born Killers that goes with my four other fucking copies I have. <laughs> <laughs> I have a copy of Hateful Eight that has uh, <laughs> French on it, so. Yeah. Good old-fashioned Canada. Again, uh, shout out to Spooky. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about throwing you off the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted that Jess Franco collection. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> Uh, next up is just doe what up guys hope you're all having a wonderful day it's you know i have a few questions <laughs> for you this time how often do you organize or clean your dvd shelves i have a black shelf <laughs> for my movies <laughs> don't laugh man so it can get pretty dusty after a few days it seems that's the first question oh man it's been a long time since i've done mine i have an Dude. allergy attack every time i go to my shelves <laughs> <laughs> some of them <laughs> Right now, I've just got shit stacked upon fucking everything. So it's just like, yeah, as you can see where John is at. Well, they can't. Well, they can't. Yeah, but. (laughs) Yeah, I I did like not too long ago, just get blackout drunk. And I woke up and my shelves were alphabetized terribly. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I have uh, one other shelf that's just expensive with labels that's already organized but i was proud of my unconscious self yeah. <laughs> i'm just out of space like i've got to build shelves yeah oh dude yeah i just bought a fucking huge huge like movie uh movie store shelf or i didn't buy it they gave it to me because they're like no one could take this and i'm like i'll fucking take it and they're like can you fit it can you fit it in your truck probably not and I couldn't, but I I drove like 15 miles super illegally and dangerously. I want I wanted that shelf. <laughs> it's like the fucking bookshelf I have in my room. I like I got it for like 20 bucks, and I was like, bro, I'm putting this thing in the back of a fucking truck and <laughs> get the I'm fucking it. yeah, just fucking tie it down, fucking <laughs> get it there. Uh, his next question is what are your thoughts on the phantom killer movies i remember I you mentioned them. them briefly on a previous podcast i want to know your opinions i, I haven't the first seen them one. i watched the first one and hated yeah. the shit out of it <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know if i can't really expand on it more than that <laughs> are, are those the ones that masker put out yeah yeah i've never seen them i 
I, I don't buy from Massacre a lot for specific reasons. <laughs> oh, God. oh no! Well, the the main one is the fucking taking eight to nine months to a year to get my fucking order for the most part. Unless it has a new movie movie that's pre ordered, it takes like a year to get my fucking shit. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ! I think we have something about Massacre coming up. So, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> okay, well, I'll answer that when we get there. Uh, his last question is I remember when I was very young and hearing about Eddie Guerrero's death on TV and not being able to believe it he was one of my favorite wrestlers aside from John Cena and Rey Mysterio is there a tragic event you remember vividly that happened in wrestling history a lie a cheat a still viva la raza cheers I was waiting for just tragic event in your childhood like yeah pretty much (laughs) let's go there (laughs) it started when I was born (laughs) The one I was uh, uh, the most is Owen Hart because I was watching that uh, that episode. I was watching that pay per view when it happened, and I I remember uh, Jr. coming back and being like, "Yeah, he's dead." <laughs> be like, "Oh, Jesus. shit!" You know, like, <laughs> what the hell's happening? Well, I'm not a wrestling fan, so I'm just gonna get mine out quick because the movie has its 35th anniversary coming up soon. Rowdy Roddy Piper, one of the fucking best actors of all time, when he like. I, well, I, I think he died before I was born, but still, finding out he died fucking ruined my life. Like he was the best. I love him. Oh yeah. Um, for me, it's probably the 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 thing I remember the most vividly is the Benoit tragedy. <laughs> Sorry, are you fucking serious? <laughs> Talk about something absolutely fucking horrible. And you're just like, damn, bro. <laughs> damn. <Answer> the chat. <laughs> Throw him up for Benoit. No, no. Throw him up for Benoit. No, 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 no. Man's a murderer. <laughs> Man's horrible. I have no clue what you're talking about. I could only know. <laughs> the, uh, the wrestler killed his entire family. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Throw him up. <laughs> 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 Every time Chris Benoit gets brought up on this show, a joke is made. I swear to God. Wait, 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 wait. Did the white glove fit his hand? <laughs> my was, my man is dead. Yeah, he killed himself. He there was no, the there was no trial. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ain't no coming back after that, to be honest. No. It's not, it's not like a sex tape where you could work your way back up. You're just, <laughs> career's over. Might as well. <laughs> Hulk Hogan had a sex tape in like the 2000s. Oh, oh God. Okay. It's not posted <laughs> yet, but me and Joe were talking about that because he is a wrestling fan. And apparently there's two girl wrestlers that are selling shit porn. And it's like, what the fuck? Why did Hulk Hogan get so much shit? Like, we're at this time in society where two pro wrestlers could fucking do shit porn. <laughs> Let's go. I I can, I can tell you exactly why he got so much shit for his porno. <laughs> Uh, why what happened uh he he said some very racist shit in his sex tape <laughs> that was darn bad it's fine <laughs> <laughs> he was apparently belching up fucking shrimp and fucking what the fuck yeah it, it's a fucking rabbit hole man do you have it everyone no. asks you for movies but do you have his sex tape no. Could you hell no do you, I have can never you seen find it. it for me. Oh, I guess oh, I can fuck. find it. <laughs> yeah, find can. it for me. I'd love to watch that. That'd be oh. like a party movie at my house. <laughs> uh, I'll get. I'll get on it. Like five seconds later, your phone goes off. 
damn. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, just over the question, as always. Um, he makes good music. You'll listen to that, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Is that up, the one that always comments that does your intro? No, our intro was done by. Um, you've seen Murder Collection, right? Uh, I own it. I haven't seen it. Oh, well, there's a guy in it who kills his wife in it. That's the guy who did our intro. Oh, cool. Yeah. He's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out Jason. He, he don't really make music anymore, but he's still a sick dude. <laughs> yeah, he's, he he's, a, he's a homie. He lives on with you guys. Yeah. But we have uh, Jay Freak Zach, I think is how you say it. <laughs> I think so. Knowing that you guys like some anime and Japanese movies, do you Ooh. guys listen to any J-Rock slash metal bands? I've been listening to the stuff since I was in high school. I've gotten to see a lot of concerts like Deer and Gray, uh, Gazetti. Is that how you say that? I know idea. Muck. Muck. Oh, God, this next one's real bad. <laughs> <laughs> Disparse Ray. Good enough. It I, sounds accurate. Mia Mia. <laughs> that doesn't that, sound accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Just say it with your chest, John. The uh, Demophilia. The pillows. I know the pillows. Oh yeah. Uh oh God Almighty. Or is rock band. <laughs> Polisic, the last rock star. Baby metal. Puffy. Ambiemi. <laughs> Fuck. Nailed it. Nailed every single one of them. Absolutely. I I don't listen to a lot of that stuff, no. Uh I do know the pillows, and the pillows are actually a really good band. Closest uh, thing I've came to it is baby metal, and I li- I listen to it more as a joke. So, <laughs> uh, uh, I love Deer and Gray. Um, I think they're fucking fantastic. There's a there's a band. Uh, they're like a deathcore band out of Japan called Devaloof. <laughs> yeah, I know the name is goofy as fuck, but they Devil go hard as a motherfucker. <laughs> Devaloof, they go hard as a motherfucker. Is that the one that is Junkasai song? No, that's Maximum the Hormone. Oh, okay. Which are, they're pretty sick too. <laughs> Maximum the hormone. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like a, a band that like out of big mouth. Like that's what was coming out. Of it. <laughs> There's also uh, coffins, which they're more of a uh, just straight up like death metal band. But I'd probably check them out. Yeah, yeah, they go hard as fuck too. There's a- oh wait, wait, wait. Uh, the Japanese dude who did the fucking noise rock, Mersbo. I listen Mersbo. to Mersbo. Mm, if you count yeah. that, if you count noise music as like metal, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, like there's, personally, there's Church of Misery. Do they count? Oh yeah, I mean that means Japanese like rock and metal, right? The the real trick is is that you do you have to have lyrics like, or is it just like good enough for it to be like Japanese in general? I guess it's Japanese in general. I, I well, then I'll, I'll count Mersbo then. Fuck it. Birdbo's music's it. wild. Melt Banana. That's one. Oh, dude. Melt Banana's fucking awesome. Never heard of them. They're a wild noise rock band. They've played like Obscene Extreme and shit like that. Obscene Extreme. Yeah, they're fucking Yeah. <laughs> Herschel, Herschel compared it to as if, um, how do you say it? I think it was like if Baby Metal crossed over with like nails. With nails? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, like nails heard? scratching? No, no, the band nails. Have you heard them? No. Nope, oh shit. Okay. Yeah. I'm just um, uncultured swine, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, when it comes to genres, I would describe nails as just rip your fucking face off. Uh, core. It's nice. fucking 
dude. Okay, so when I hear court added at the end of it, it makes me think like a guy chopped off his balls for half the song and is singing like a woman. That that that's what I that's what I think. As soon as I hear court, makes me laugh. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's just a, a a term, but it is like rip your fucking face off and go like insane is well, what meow sounds like. I'll check it out. I'll check it out. I, I love their shit. He also asked, sorry. what are some of your favorite porn parodies? <laughs> I love the American Werewolf one and the XX Exorcist. Damn you, why'd you steal my fucking answer? Yeah, <laughs> XX Exorcist is fucking amazing. That's a party movie for me. Everyone loves it. Uh, Evil Head by Joanna Angels, great. Texas Vibrator Massacre is great. Oh, Dude, yeah. I, I literally, there was a whole five-year period of my life <laughs> where all me and my best friends, like four of them, were just watching porn parodies. Like they're so good. <laughs> That's amazing. Dude, he fucking Zach showed me fucking uh Beaver and Buttface, which I did not know existed. What? <laughs> Dude, I need yeah. to watch this. Matt got I, you on that one. He's got yeah, you I've got up. that one. I'll send you a link to it. <laughs> Dude, fuck yeah. Dude, I, I love uh I, I actually have this owned on physical media too. Uh this is not Jeopardy XXX. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> This is not Jeopardy. That was like a whole thing there for a while. Like all the porn parodies are like, this is not. Oh, it's still a thing. This is It's still a thing, yeah. It isn't, okay. I don't know if I have like a favorite porn parody. Oh, dude, have you seen XX Exorcist? No, I know of it, though. You fucking need to, bro. (laughs) It is so fucking good. Let Jesus come inside you. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. Uh, all, uh, of jo- all of Joanna Angel's like early 2000s shit is worth watching. Like re- Repenetrator. I was about to ask, did she do Repenetrator? <laughs> yes, she did. <laughs> so good, dude. Um, uh, shout out to uh, fucking Sex Wish with uh-huh. fucking Harry Reams. I haven't even seen that yet, but I know the frame you showed me, and I want to see it. Really oh, now. it's it's a Death Wish parody, right? Yeah, with I, w- I Harry- want to fucking see that. I, I got you. Um, <laughs> he, he got that hookup. I got that hookup, bro. Don't worry about it. It's Harry Reams and Zebedee Colt. Dude, and I, I didn't even think about early shit, too. Because, like, Sex World, I love Westworld. And the idea of Sex World is great. But, the per, like, like, the execution of Sex World, I would have done much better. <laughs> <laughs> The first thing oh. in my head was like the like the early two thousand Misty Monday like Showtime movies. Dude, Playmate <laughs> of the Apes is a fucking yes. masterpiece. Fuck anybody who says different. Lord of the G strings. Yeah, <laughs> Spider Babe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, dude, Misty Mundane. Literally in middle school, I was so obsessed with her. I had her, I had her naked on my binder, and I refused to take it out fucking when the teachers asked me to That's like it, I, I am still such a huge fucking fan of hers like I Play love it the apes. <laughs> Playmate, have you seen it Matt no dude it is so good it is so good dude Brian Ball oh. one of those yeah it's mummy raider yeah yeah mummy raider yeah that's one of the only ones I haven't seen from the early days I know it's crazy too. I need to see that now fuck <laughs> <laughs> fucking field math and fucking lord of the g-strings dude there yeah dude 
They're they're good. I I'd watch them. They're all softcore, but they're fucking awesome. Oh, like oh, one that was on uh Cinemax when I was pretty young and I found a shitty shitty fucking version of it was a Sweet Prudence and the Erotic Adventures of Bigfoot. It is so oh damn good. I love that fucking movie so much. There's <laughs> There's this whole scene where two guys are trying to catch fucking the Loch Ness monster on camera, but then two girls are eating each other out. So they're fucking like, bam, that's where the camera's going. And the Loch Ness monster just pops up and he goes, oh, the fuck? And fucking goes back to Matt be on the hunt. It's such a good movie, dude. I love it. Oh, yeah. Porn parodies are my deal. Oh, there's so many of them, too. Oh, so many. Oh, I don't know if it's great, but I've seen clips that Christian showed me. The fucking Saw porn parody. <laughs> the clip <laughs> I saw was literally like, oh, you're going to get something up your ass? Is your dick going into a wood chipper? <laughs> and he's like seriously having this psychological debate on whether or not what's oh, happening. Damn. Am I getting it in the ass or am I dick getting ripped off? <laughs> I also have a clockwork orgy. <laughs> Dude, I want that too. I did <laughs> I'll make not, you. I did not know they made a Clockwork Orange porn parody. That's amazing. I've I've skimmed through it. It's fucking wild. How's the Dude. one that Edward Penis hands? Oh, oh yeah, my I god! I had the opportunity of buying an official release of that at oh, the last shit. convention I was at, but I'm like, ah, uh, it's like forty bucks, and I don't. <laughs> I wanted to buy some other shit, but I love yeah. that movie too. <laughs> I love the. I love the Tim Burton interview where he's like, they're asking him like, how do you know you were famous? And he's like, when they made Edward Penis hands. Yeah. If, when they made a porn parody of my work, I knew I was it. <laughs> There's also the E.T. porn parody. Yeah, I was going to say, shout out to the nightmare fuel that is E.T. Love Vagina. <laughs> the suit needed just to be tighter. It's all like saggy. And yeah. Like, like it, it's so weird. That is like they didn't even bother to like paint around her crotch. They just fucking like have a hole where. Dude, seriously, okay. I know what they're making. Legit, oh, yeah. legit production quality though. Horror porn does amazing quality shit. Yeah, Dude. have you guys seen any of it? It's like Scandinavian or something. I saw a clip from the Alien one. Oh, dude, the fucking Hellraiser one, and like. I literally watch them for the effects. Like it is better effects than the majority of independent cinema. Like it is so impressive. Like Dude, the, I'm blown away. The like the alien one. I think I saw it probably in a mixtape. But dude, the alien looks fucking like realistic as shit. Oh yeah, yeah, it's insane. And then the dude just starts fucking the alien, but I'm well, not... you know, gotta get there eventually. <laughs> that's what the, that's why the alien came down in the first place. He just figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> fucking but, uh, fucking horror porn. I haven't thought about that in a minute. Jesus. <laughs> there was seriously a show when I was a kid that was called I was raped by aliens. And it, it was like it was like I was like some ID or like history channel <laughs> shit, like it was so funny. 
but they all thought they were raped by aliens and like they used me as a human fucking farm to make alien hybrid babies and it's like oh, no fuck. bitch you did too much meth and passed out <laughs> like <laughs> you're awake for a week like <laughs> see that or you <laughs> see that or you need schizophrenic medication <laughs> Dude, Lil Mixable. <laughs> but, uh, oh, thank you, fuck. Jay, uh, Freak Zach, for the question. Next we talked so long about porn bears. Yeah, no. <laughs> we talk about what you know, right? It's true. Exactly, dude. I was like, that's literally, I, we just had a wrestling question, and they're like, oh, here's my knowledge fucking right <laughs> off the bat. <laughs> oh. Next up is Spooky Celluloid. Hello, oh. boys. Great interview with Dave Jackson. That's all, Matt. Oh, I appreciate it. Since you guys are taking, uh, taking, good Lord, talking about drugs, my question (laughs) is, what films do you think are enhanced by intoxication? Personally, my SOV films pair well with alcohol. Mm. Okay. So the first thing I have to say, because by the way, for all the listeners, I made a list. Um, (laughs) But drunk fucking everything and i was trying to find a movie i reviewed on letterbox not too long ago where i was so disappointed i watched it sober because i thought it was really good at drunk and then i'm like this is the biggest piece of shit but uh drunk all of jim van beber's stuff is probably just because he's an alcoholic and i feel like that's, <laughs> like that's, that's the way they choice, were meant yeah. to be watched yeah <laughs> uh olaf itbach and just all of german splatter in general oh yeah and I'll run through these two, which is if I ever decided to dip into the crank, fucking, <laughs> I think Rubber's Lover and Evil Within would be great. <laughs> I've not seen Evil Within, but Rubber's Lover, yeah, I could see that totally. <laughs> dude, yeah, because that's already your mindset is all over the fucking place, dude. Dude. Uh, sh- oh, yeah, go for it, sorry. Oh, I was th- thinking about uh, Evil Within. I have not seen the movie itself, but I've seen like clips from it. What the fuck is that movie? Like, Dude, the story's the, crazy and everything. Well, th- they had a legit story, and the guy was a millionaire, but he, he, I think he knew he was dying, or maybe he OD'd off of meth. I don't remember the exact story. But basically, he filmed it, and somebody died, and they needed to continue filming, and he started editing in his room on meth for, like, six months or something. Jeez. And, like they found his corpse he didn't finish editing the movie he od'd or like died of natural causes or something oh my god but he was literally on meth constantly 24 hours a day in a mansion just editing this fucking movie that's it's insane oh yeah and i only watched a bit of it but i was on shrooms and (laughs) i was like this is too no so that's why I said <laughs> that's why I said meth would be the greatest option. Right. <laughs> so shrooms is a little too serious. So I'm gonna go with heroin. All the movies I hate. <laughs> All the movies I hate. Yeah, dude. Like heroin makes you feel good. Maybe I'd like the movies a little better. And then um, this is the real fucked up one. So fentanyl. I cho- <laughs> I chose the Babadook and Don't Worry, Darling. Because I think dying would be a better option. (laughs) And that's my list. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) I literally, I was double checking adding fentanyl to it. I'm like, you're either in the best bliss of your life or you die in either way. 
I won't be watching those movies. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it's a good, it's a good like even middle ground. Holy shit! <laughs> oh, I was not ready for that. Oh my god. Ooh. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> god, no, I can't. Still done. <laughs> no, I can't, dude. No, <laughs> I'm actively trying not to piss myself. <laughs> <laughs> I was really debating on adding that in, but then I saw the Babadook and Don't Worry Darling on my letterbox, and I got so fucking angry. I was gonna make, <laughs> I was gonna make a fucked up joke no matter what. I don't even know if we have to say anything. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was just, I was just gonna be like, well, thank you, Spooky, for the question. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that I, I, I like skimmed through all the questions, and as soon as I saw that one, I'm like, I need to prepare. <laughs> <laughs> The only thing I had in mind was like Dr. Caligari or like Holy Mountain. Yeah. Drunk or like that would be like hallucinogenics type yeah, shit, to thinking, be honest. Yeah. 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 Especially yeah, Holy Mountain, because maybe then I'll understand some stuff. <laughs> I don't think you would. That's true. <laughs> no. But my make it worse. Is that like on shrooms, I like, I like catch on to one meaning and i'm like oh i need to work this out in my head and holy mountain i'll catch on to like a 15 second frame and the movie will be over before i figured out what that 15 <laughs> seconds meant the cheetah tits <laughs> the cheetah tits. Cheetah tits. i'm stuck on the cheetah tits <laughs> why is this midget there <laughs> yeah right <laughs> <laughs> You know about movies to watch while drunk? Fucking nail gun massacre. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Dude, every like a good chunk of SOV movies are totally worth watching if you're shit faced. I watch them sober. So <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Only two good sober ones, in my opinion. Cannibal Campout and Video Violence. Bang. Those right. Yeah. Those do fuck. Fucking yeah. classics. Love that shit. I, I the thing is like I like legitimately do like love a ton of SOV stuff. There's a lot of fucking like shit. <laughs> My main thing is it's hard to classify because it's actually fucking. When I was trying to get into it, like everyone's so picky about it. Like, yeah. oh no, you can't shoot on that. It needs to be straight to VHS or no, mm. it's fucking this or no, it's that. And it's like as long as it's shot on a fucking tape. Like that's yeah. all that matters. Like fuck off. <laughs> yeah. H- have you seen um, Shattered Dead? Oh, Shattered Dead's so good. Why does that sound so familiar? I-, I know I haven't seen it, but it sounds insanely familiar. Oh, it's, uh, it, it's like the it's, strangest uh, like take on a zombie film ever. It's like nobody can die because a man had sex with an angel, and God is future. <laughs> nobody can come to heaven. It's oh, wild, dude. dude, it's literally wild. the dead walk the earth. Yeah. Like, they're not like it, zombies where they eat people. It's just fucking. They're just they exist and they hate it. And it has the best straight to the point tagline of any movie ever. It's just God hates you. <laughs> That's awesome. It, it's so good. Did you guys cover that one? Not yet. No, no we're going to. <laughs> yeah, we're going to. I'm still like trying to figure out where the fuck I heard about it. I know Mr. Parker champions a lot, so you may hurt. Yeah, me. oh, it's definitely Parker then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's well, I, 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 t- I took all the airtime. Let's hear, hear yours. Uh, God, holy mountain! I just want to know what cheetah tits mean. 
I'm literally gonna pop it 20 minutes before that scene happens, and then we'll figure <laughs> it's it out. All I need. <laughs> Wait, all right, John. What's your fentanyl movie? My fentanyl movie? <laughs> yeah. Yes, Alien <laughs> Beast. Alien You'd rather Beast, OD yeah. than watch Alien Beast? Or anything by Donald Farmer? <laughs> oh, oh, dude. Okay, so I'm not huge into Donald Farmer. I think he's pretty shit too. But <laughs> did he do Invasion of the Blood Farmers or no? I, no. Okay. Yeah, well, never mind. For that one, I was about to be like that was the only one I liked, but never mind. <laughs> <laughs> My fentanyl movie is probably Amazing Bulk. Fuck Dude, that. After your guys's worst movies episode, I've wanted to watch that one since you talked about oh, it, but I, I keep forgetting about it. Like, even no. just the title is forgettable. That episode was yeah. hell. Oh, no. my God. Dude, literally, like, I usually, I only watch the episodes I know what you guys are talking mm. about. But I watched that one, I just stayed for your misery. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that one was so hard to prep for, too, because John's fucking eyeball exploded. Yep. And it's oh, I do remember fucked up. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and the movies are... Either- you didn't answer, Matt. What's your what's your fucked up movie pick? Oh, uh, fuck. Um, what would Alien Beast be like on fucking drugs? Would I it actually I, be enjoyable? I, wish I, knew. I don't know. I'll tell you. <laughs> because I guarantee the fucker was on something when he made that movie. I, I got shrooms missing in my house. I'll find them. I'll, I'll tell you. That'll be my first ever time watch. I'll watch it high, and then I'll go back to it sober, and I'll hate it. Five stars. Does Dude, I'll, I'll find the meaning to fucking life in that movie. I promise you. Uh, dr- drunk movie is... Like I said, Nailgun Massacre, probably Frankie and his pals, so you can actually enjoy it. Oh, Lord have mercy. Um, I forgot Frank we is... talked about that off there. Off air. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Frankie and his pals. Yeah, that's one of the movies of all time. When it comes to, like, fucking, like, hallucinogenics, though. Hmm. I don't know. Fuck. Cruel Jaws. Cruel oh, God. Jaws. Oh, my God. Dude. I, but that yeah. is Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> Night Dreams. Oh, my God. I still need to check that one out. I've heard just amazing things about it. It's fucking crazy. Like, I legit love that movie. Ugh. I'd be down. Yeah. I was thinking David Lynch, too, but, like, mm. I don't know, man. I'd rather, I like, I like that it makes me feel high already. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what about Naked Lunch? On oh, hallucinogenics. I would like to read Naked Lunch on hallucinogenics more than watching it. Because, like, <laughs> that book, man, that's... I had to, like, look some shit up. And, like, <laughs> like I was... I still haven't finished it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I started it, too. I was like, I don't know what the hell's happening. <laughs> Dude, the hot shot, it, it's a fucking... Uh, a shot of basically heroin mixed with poison that a drug dealer gives someone who owes too much money. Like, <laughs> fuck it. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, whoa, this is way more fucked up than I thought. But I had to Google it to know. Yeah, right. <laughs> it like, kind of yeah. pissed me off. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, 
thank you, Spooky, for, as always, for the questions and for yeah. being alive. We didn't push you off the cliff. No, <laughs> we did not. Not, not yet. <laughs> and for not letting yet. us have your movies and your will. Hint, hint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next up is Lamb Wife. Lamb hey, Wife. He said, uh, she says, hey, guys, y'all are awesome. Oh, thank you. You're awesome. <laughs> Yeah, oh, no, I don't know why I laughed at that. I laugh at the worst times. I'm still actively trying not to piss myself. <laughs> I'm still like laughing internally. <laughs> Are there any ideas you've had for episodes that just didn't pan out? Films you just didn't want to end up discussing? Yeah, yeah. It's always like for like tough reasons or something. Yeah, usually it's because allegations against someone or something fucking crazy. Yeah, I was like, maybe oh. we shouldn't cover Mario and Dora again. <laughs> remind, me, remind me about allegations off air. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh no. Oh, I, have two, I, have, I have two things I want to say. But... That's Wait, another we'll... time. Yeah. <laughs> another time, yeah. <laughs> but that's, um, unfortunately, that's like the only time we've ever really like banded episodes. Well, it's like we were going to do an episode and then some shit happened and we were like, Oh fuck. Uh, what do we do? Fuck it. Giuseppe Andrews. Yeah. Giuseppe, Giuseppe Andrews. Andrews. I still want to find that fucker. Where is he? Where is he? They legitimately like that documentary they made about him was legit fucking awesome. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I still need to see that. Oh, it's so good. It's way better than his movies. <laughs> <laughs> I do love his movies, though. Oh, I I liked some of them. Period piece <laughs> kind of fucking scarred me. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, dude. I literally I've shown that to so many people, and we've never gotten past like thirty minutes in. I still haven't seen it all. Like, it it fucking scarred me. That's what disturbs me. If any of you want to fucking know, Giuseppe <laughs> Andrews insane <laughs> shit with old people and fucking. <laughs> God and and blowing snot rockets on a plane. Oh, <laughs> God, that is so gross. Yeah, I gagged real hard watching that. It's a fucking <laughs> gross one. Yeah. Oh, what, what was it like? Like, uh, what's his name? John, the the like real old guy, the one oh, who plays uh, God. Yeah, Tyree. Yeah, Tyree. Tyree. Yeah, he like trims his damn pubes and like puts it in his mouth. And I'm like, oh my fucking god, this is fucking <laughs> horrific. Oh my god, yeah. Giuseppe Andrews' stuff is definitely um, disturbing, I'd say, <laughs> for that reason. It's trying. Like, I enjoy him, but like, we watched three in a row, and I'm like, that's enough, Giuseppe, for a while. <laughs> yeah. That's enough for like years, yeah. <laughs> Fucking, it took, a, it took me a long time to watch anything else after period piece, because I literally, I was at a horror convention, and I was not that old at all. And I saw like Troma for $2. And I'm like, I'm going to buy a Troma movie for $2. <laughs> so <laughs> there's a man's fucking pork rinds. Oh, God. Like, yeah, oh you know God. what? Period piece is a fucking nightmare of a movie, ain't it's, it? It's crazy. Dude, the hot dog fucking a teddy bear. Mm. Like, oh, yeah. That's something, it's, man. It starts with someone fucking a teddy bear. Yeah. Oh, that was the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. But then they jump back to it after yeah. the hair after the heroin car wash scene that was something. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, the heroin doesn't 
like last anymore after the 15 minute car wash like he acts like that's where he's hiding like okay a car wash does not last that long you know i feel, I, I do love some of his movies but they are like after you watch one you're like yeah i can go a, a while without mm. watching something from giuseppe i also thought about too you know to, to lamb's wife's question we did abandon a traces of death episode we did yeah well, I mean, like, what the fuck are you going to talk about? That's oh, exactly yeah. why we did it, yeah. <laughs> that guy died a little worse than the last yeah. guy. Oh, <laughs> shit. That's exactly why yeah. we stopped. We're like, yeah, there's just nothing to talk about. Yeah. Well, it's like, oh, the music was good. It yeah. was like... Yeah. Because <laughs> me, me and Joe covered The Wasteland by Kiyotaka. And like, like uh, I had no fucking clue what to say, like... It was a great long music video. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I didn't rewatch it for ours, so. That was I was like, why do I yeah. need to rewatch it? I ain't got time. And it's the only movie I've never rewatched for the podcast. <laughs> that, to be honest, I didn't rewatch it either. <laughs> I like the music. I just don't want to yeah. listen to it for a fucking hour, 40, hour and a half. Over nothing. <laughs> over, yeah, over like, oh, broken buildings. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, like, I I like the idea of the wasteland, but I feel like it definitely is uh, a one-time watch thing. You needed more than just footage of the destruction. Like, have interviews of families talking or something. Like, yeah. Like, it just, it was nothing. It was literally a fucking music video feature-length movie. Dude just drove yeah. his car with the camera sticking out the window. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> <Done>. Yeah. <laughs> It feels like Kiyotaka just has no, like, social skills. <laughs> That's probably true, let's be honest. Oh, yeah. Like, you can talk to a Roscoe, but there's a reason for that. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, I'm not talking shit about a Roscoe. I love him to death, rest in peace. Throw him up yeah. Roscoe. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, next up is Shock and Schlock. Herschel. The very, li- the very living, <laughs> breathing... Very, very alive. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't choose him to get put off, push off the cliff. By the way, never I'm sorry, said it Arshel. once. It was you two I fuckers. S- <laughs> I'm sorry, Arshel. I got to sell the shit for it. <laughs> if smellovision was a thing, oh, what would you enjoy watching the most? Oh, th- my pick this is w- TFW no G. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. This is a question I tried to prepare for, but I fucking, I don't know, dude. (laughs) Like, and by the way, I get his answer is a joke, but what are you going to smell? Diabetes, Mountain Dew, sweat, and fucking (laughs) cum socks. Doritos and cum socks, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Can you smell misogyny? (laughs) (laughs) It's very, it smells like Axe body spray and... Axe body spray. That was a good one. Fuck. <laughs> Christopher Ray. Oh my oh. god. I was thinking about that too. Cause like I was literally at my Kiyotaka part of my shelf. I'm like, paranoid garden. And I'm like, I don't want to smell shit. What the fuck am I talking about? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I came up to the conclusion the only one I could say is the golden glove. Because you could smell that movie without having to smell it. And like and I love that he brought this up because I just bought polyester from Criterion oh. with the oh, smell yeah. of, with the smell of vision cards. That's and so sick, yeah. I want more movies to do that. 
Like I, I would pay fucking a hundred bucks for Golden Glove with the smell of vision card. <laughs> oh, that's how dead dead hooker's vagina smells. <laughs> I don't even know if I have an answer for this one. For some reason, my head went to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I don't know. Why. They do live in a sewer. They, so. they eat a lot of pizza, you know. <laughs> Hopefully, most of it's pizza. Yeah. <laughs> How about the Godfather? Because they eat a lot of food. Oh, the Godfather. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, never mind. He st- he started me in like racist way of thinking. Jesus, <laughs> whoa! <laughs> I'm blaming you for racism. <laughs> Damn, man. What the fuck? <laughs> this is not from a racist point of view. I, I'm not elaborating. <laughs> because that's the racist part. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> this is not my fault. <sighs> uh, okay. Okay. The Greasy Strangler. How about that? <laughs> oh, God. It would literally just be like the Golden Glove. Like, you can smell the Greasy Strangler, too. Like, oh, yeah. it's so gross. Oh fuck! So uh, <laughs> I don't have any you. good answers to that question. No, I have, I have like creepy answers. I was literally—I've been drinking, so I'm gonna say this one. So I was going through my head, and I, I was like, "Fucking, I'd probably do the witch," because like Anya Taylor Joy is my like biggest fucking crush. I was like, "I'd smell her farts if I fucking have to." Like, yeah. <laughs> or the Northman, I'd smell her period blood. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so it's either like playfully creepy kind of or just bad bad answers so i that's all i have <laughs> yeah all i have is bad answers for this i went godfather because i was like they have a lot of food but you made it right you made it racist <laughs> but no one knows but if someone thinks about it Please just DM me. <laughs> I would like to not feel that racist that John and Matt both don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I still I, I do not know what you're talking about. We'll talk about it off air, I guess. Yes, <laughs> you, you gotta you gotta remind me. <laughs> Cause I'm I'm off my two tall boys and now I'm onto the white claws I stole from my little brother who's not even twenty one. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Next up, we have a question from Rawan. What's a pairing of underground and more mainstream directors you think you would make? You think would make an interesting collaborative feature? I think Kareem Hussein and Lynch could make a banger art house horror. Oh my god! So I I did see this question, but I didn't prepare for the answer. But I also wanted to say Kareem Hussein is not underground anymore. He DPs all of Brandon Cronenberg's movies, so yeah, he just oh, doesn't. Sure. Do- yeah, he doesn't direct anymore. He but he's a fucking amazing cinematographer in the oh, Hollywood. Oh, dude. Mm. Yeah. yeah, he's worked on like some like crazy like big projects too. I think. Well, I tried to reach out to him too, and all I got was like six managers. Like he's actually Ooh. really fucking famous now. That's like, wild. It, people don't know him by name, but like a huge amount of Hollywood directors work with him. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I I know he did like. Um, cinematography for stuff i didn't know it was like that big oh yeah he's done huge movies which is shocking from somebody who did some conscious cruelty <laughs> which yeah. i love i love that movie i think it's a great yeah movie. well it's like there's definitely people who have worked in underground films who are now like doing special effects on like tv shows and stuff 
well, for like there was, the mainstream. Well, there was that one guy too that Fred talks about that worked on August Underground. I don't mm. remember his name, and I couldn't find it. But Fred said at least that uh, one of the guys who worked on August Underground is building the costumes for Marvel movies and shit now. I think it's Jerry hey. Cruz. Yeah, is it, is it Cruz? I think it's Jeremy Cruz. Yeah. And I talked to someone who fucking made a Marvel movie. Cool. <laughs> it is cool. Yeah. I was, I was trying to think of who would pair well with Brian Paul and. Ooh. Just because I think he's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I love it has Brian to be Paul. Mainstream though, but it it would have to go with his style too. What about like uh, Brian Paul and Guillermo del Toro? Whoa. Oh, dude. Yeah. I could wild. see that. <laughs> well, it's like they both create huge worlds. Like mm-hmm. I, I totally think they would be on the same page to make some shit. That'd be awesome. Oh, yeah. I would love that so much, <laughs> dude. Seriously, that'd be awesome. Someone pitch that to Gamble Del Toro. <laughs> yeah, just, just, just pitch it to him and send him like a DVD of like a fetus or something like that. <laughs> fetus. <laughs> <laughs> well he has the heart fucking send the script first before anything i think like brian paulin is so talented oh, he's and, so good yeah i think he could work really well with guillermo actually because like larry fessenden who i had on my podcast fucking he was working with guillermo del toro for a remake of orphanage for a while and like i i think the sensibilities like would work well mm-hmm. personally yeah God damn! Um, now you got me on that. I can't think of my own answer. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. Okay. I'm Matt, stu- Matt, Matt, you go. <laughs> oh god, I'm I'm thinking myself. Like I'm stuck on Brian Paulin and Guillermo del Toro making fucking giant monsters. You had too good of a fucking answer, John. Jesus. <laughs> I just looked my way into it. You know. Oh fuck. Sometimes you um, dumb your way in. Fuck. Yeah. Uh... Oh. I'm trying to com- I'm trying to pair Tarantino with somebody. <laughs> Tarantino? Yeah. Tarantino? Yeah. Uh, Tarantino and Nathan Rumler would be Ooh, cool. That would be, well, cause be cool. Well, because Tarantino is a huge fan of sexploitation, and so is Nathan. Mm-hmm. So I think if they got on the same page with a certain deal, it would be cool. But Yeah. The, yeah. Tarantino, I thought, bam, babber. <laughs> oh, Jesus, fuck. It, it would... <laughs> Oh my god. Hold on. God damn you and your fucking answers, John. Yeah, fuck. You're, you're making us look like fucking retards. <laughs> fuck. Dude, that's yeah. a fucking amazing like comparison. Dude, I think they would be great together. With I mean, the la- with the lack of safety and the <laughs> common thrown out of the end word, I think it would be perfect. <laughs> Dude, fucking Bam Bebber's like dry, like literally hanging off of a skyscraper, and fucking he's Tarantino's forcing Uma Thurman to drive 120 miles an hour into a tree. Like fucking, I think they would get along. I, I will say for them to work together on a set, you probably have to get Bam Bebber sober first. But no, that's not it. <sighs> okay, I I have an answer. Okay. But let me see if this guy made the sequel to the, this movie or, or I'm going to hate him. Oh, fucking you stupid piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Okay, so I was going to say Marcus Cook and James Marandino, who did uh, SLC Punk. Because mm. uh, Marcus has 
an idea floating around that is a very punk movie like Rot, and I think they would match good together. But James Marandino after SLC Punk is just done trash. He's done <laughs> Wit- Witchcraft 12. Oh, fucking baby. Yeah, SLC Punk 2, which I already fucking hate him for. Yeah. Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> but that's as close to an answer as I'm gonna get, probably. Uh, yeah, this is the one I really should have prepared for, but I fucking <laughs> <laughs> you're just staying with the theme of the episode, you know. <laughs> I know. Well, you gotta fucking think of like one more answer, Johnny. You covered two of us. We you need to cover yeah. all three. <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck, dude. All right, okay, uh, Marcus Cook and the guy who directed Green Room. Oh. <laughs> Ah, uh, God, I hate you. I love you at the same time. That would have been awesome. Yeah. God, so brutal, too. Oh, God, I love that movie. Oh, The Green Room is literally one of my favorite movies in the past fucking like 30 years that's came out that I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like, I just rocked. <laughs> I just forgot that we actually covered that fucking movie. We did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, it's it's so fucking Hollywood, you wouldn't expect it, but it's so fucking brutal. You, dude, you have to cover it. Yeah. It's Oh, yeah. It's so fucking good. Anyway, probably should move on to the next question since, you know, John came up with the answers for all three of us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's got a couple recommendations. Two recommendations this time, y'all. We're going for the span of two episodes. Yeah, we were. First yep. is through the <laughs> through the looking glass. It's a super dark representation of Alice in Wonderland. Dude, I just watched that like two weeks ago. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. Is it got a release somewhere? Or... Oh, shit. I watched it illegally. Oh, okay. so... <laughs> Matt, get on that. I was, I, I was, damn it. If it does have a release, I'll buy it. But I was really drunk and lazy. And plus, I wanted to watch it now. And every, by the way, listeners, every movie I pirate, I buy afterwards, even if I hate it. Oh, hey. that's, that's lovely. Well, I just want to collect everything. Fuck the people who made it. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's not true. Black Christmas, the brand new remake won't buy it i promise everyone needs to steal it i'd rather that movie die. (laughs) i want the director to die in a fucking pit (laughs) worst movie ever fucking made his second pick Uh. is way bad stone an sov sword and sandal adventure flick with people larping in the everglades of florida with a ton of gore and lo-fi synth music agfa is supposedly putting it out this year got links for both of these if you have any interest cheers matt you know what to do you know what I to mean, do. I mean, this is, said links were available. Well, you know, dude, what send about. links. <laughs> I sword and sandals movies are already so bad, but <laughs> that sounds better than all the other sword and sandal movies. <laughs> like fuck, fuck Kevin Sorbo, man. <laughs> Him and God's not dead. Fuck you. <laughs> God, you lost the tiniest bit of respect I got from Hercules. <laughs> Next up, we got the old bull, and I feel like this one's directed straight at Matt. Okay, hop for the AEW game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I want to, I want to get, yeah, I want to get it. You exploding barbed wire match, you, you know, I fucking want it. I know, he knew, yeah. everybody knew. 
<laughs> just I mean, say it. <laughs> when I get paid, I'm probably gonna fucking buy it. <laughs> yeah, thank you, old bull, for the question. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Oof, this one. Next up, oh no, is old Oof. Carl. <laughs> Hey guys, since Spook and Herschel already showed off their Frankencon, Frankencan, <laughs> and Grindhouse video halls, what did you all get at Frankencon? I was wondering that myself. Uh, what did I grab? You grabbed a Street Trash Media book. I did grab the Street Trash Media book. That's fucking badass. Yeah, it's like my third edition of Street Trash now. <laughs> Street Trash deserves three editions. It's, That's a fucking amazing movie. I have like a little shrine to Street Trash. I have the hard box, the media book, and right in between them is a, is a bottle oh. of a logo on it. <laughs> Dude, so I yelled at an owner of a company. Uh, fucking, <laughs> so they were selling flasks with a bunch of shit and then they had the fucking viper whiskey flask and i'm like this is the best fucking thing i've seen all day it was at a horror convention and it was a 50 50 partnership and the other guy's like i fucking know he wouldn't let me make more than 10 and i literally i was so drunk i turned to him like what the fuck is wrong with you this is the, this is the only thing you're selling that's worth my fucking money <laughs> Holy shit! Oh, I went off for like uh, ten minutes. I grabbed a. I also grabbed a bunch of tapes from uh, was it King Gorilla Video? Yeah, King Gorilla Video. They do really cool bootleg tapes of like Hong Kong and Japanese movies. Yes, I highly recommend going checking them out. It's really fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, we need to get a fucking VCR to actually watch these goddamn things, though. Yeah, I'll send one to you. I've, <laughs> I've fifteen. Oh, oh my yeah. god. Well, I, I was a doomsday prepper when I was a kid, so, like, my main thing was, like, I need to have the shit I need, so I <laughs> I, I overbought on VHS players, because I still watch VHSs to this day. <laughs> Dude, man, there's something about VHS, though. Like, it, it's just, like, it, it doesn't look as pristine as, like, a DVD or Blu-ray, but it just has a nostalgic feeling. Like, oh, yeah. for some for some I watched Halloween was on VHS, so... Yeah, yeah, it's, I mean, what, it's I mean, what I grew up on, so it's fucking... That's always going to be my format. Yeah. yeah. I grew up on VHS mostly because I was poor as a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. Was, you know, talking about FrankenCon, this was the first con in a long time where I actually spent a decent amount of money on autographs. I normally don't buy autographs, but I was 100% making uh, Frank and Lauder. And I was definitely oh, getting both dude. brain damage and basket case. I was, by him. <laughs> dude, as soon as you said that he was going to be there, I was like, fuck, should I just drop money and fucking head there? Like, <laughs> oh, dude, dude, I was so close, but it was so fucking early notice. And mm. like, I, I fucking love Hannon Lauder so much. Uh, like, I, I wanted to fucking meet him so bad. Like, that was a wild gift for, like, because Frankencon's like in Knoxville, Tennessee. You know, it's got yeah. a decent little horror scene, but not like a huge one. And well, where like, where does he live too? Because that's usually the defining factor. I, I thought he was York. in like New York. That's yeah. what I thought too. Yeah, like New York. So I don't know. I think so. Oh, yeah. But I was stoked. Yeah, I was like, yeah, there's no way I'm not meeting Frank Cannon Lauder. Yeah, I got what he charges. It's Frank Cannon Lauder. Yeah, I oh, got. Yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's a funny, funny story about uh, John meeting Frank Cannon Lauder. He's signing his uh, fucking copy of Brain Damage, and he's fucked up. <laughs> The, the quote he's like oh this is the Frankenhooker fucking quote <laughs> they had Patty Mullen from Frankenhooker there and he's like signing it and he stops and he goes 
this is a goddamn Frankenhooker quote. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's all, it's really, it's okay, man. You know, I don't care. You know, no, it's great. That gives me a whole fucking other extra story. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So he signs both sides of the slip, so it's like you can turn it whichever way you want it. Oh yeah, dude. He- at fucking wasteland, I was drinking with Brian Papadandria and Nathan Rumler up in my oh room, wow, and fucking um, I don't remember. I think Goblin was trying to get his Amityville vibrator signed, and I got mine signed, and then Brian's like what about me i'm like what what the fuck about you i was the puppet and i'm like what it's like okay sign it too and he wrote john candy rules because that's what we were talking about at the moment. <laughs> that's awesome dude i want to i want to meet those guys they're they seem fucking awesome so. i got to meet those guys <laughs> you did yeah oh yeah nathan's fucking awesome I was trying to force him to drink the entire weekend, but he only would drink with me this one time. And I got confused, too, because he's like, I'd drink anything if it was Bud Light. But he meant to say without Bud Light, so I bought a whole case of Bud Light. I I left it for the housekeepers. <laughs> but dude, I bought, like, a grand worth of booze, and, like, 20 bucks or 30 bucks was left by the end of it. <laughs> Fuck. Um... Oh, what else? What else did we get? I don't even remember at this point. I I got fucking uh, red lips on by Donald Palmer. <laughs> yeah, oh, Jesus. that was an interesting experience for me. I know. Yeah. I was thinking about that. Like, I know you were cordial, but still, like, well, it, I did it for the meme. I went to meet. Donald <laughs> for the meme. Oh, I did was, it as a joke. He felt he he was so sweet and so kind that I felt so damn bad. Getting him to sign my demon. Didn't charge me a dime to sign my demon queen. Nope. And I was like, I hate this movie. And this man was just, out of the kindness of his heart, was just so sweet to all of us. And I'm like, I'm a dick. Dude, I, I, I felt that way too about a few movies. But I'm like, I still don't think you should be making movies. No, like, still suck, but you, yeah. See, I felt all that. And then Herschel made us watch Shark Exorcist. And I was like, nope, take it all back. Fucked on a Forever. <laughs> that's awesome. i didn't think i didn't think he was actually gonna have us watch it like he like he brought it and i was like oh no no he bought it there yeah, yeah he bought it from donald farmer <laughs> yeah he bought it from donald farmer and we're we were like oh no no don't put it in the player and then it went in where i think we were all just fucking like stunned like, that oh, he no. actually fucking Not did it we're like no no it was horrible it was horrible <laughs> You turn the joke into reality. It's not funny anymore. No, it, was, it, was <laughs> yeah. the worst. it was so horrible. Yeah, Frank, uh, that was a good time, though. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was a great time. Without looking at my shit, I don't know what all I bought. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even know if I remember. <laughs> I spent a lot on those fucking tapes, though. Yeah. I bought well, so many of were, them. Those dudes were fucking amazing, too. I went back uh, to their table to buy Entrails of a Virgin on tape just because I love that movie. And he's like, do you like the other movie too? I'm like, yeah. He's like, hang on a second. Went back there and pulled out. He had it. Yeah, and he gave it to me for free. (laughs) Dude, that's awesome. That's my favorite thing in the world. Because there's a Crypticon up in Washington that I've gone to for the past two years. And Vinegar Syndrome bailed out this year. Um, Mm. But the guy I met when I was a kid, he offered me a job. It was a huge thing. But... He came back the year before and he was just giving me free vinegar syndrome shit. Oh, but that's shit. all I did also spend fucking like fifteen hundred bucks there. So like he made his money back. But yeah. 
<laughs> he, had a, he had a bunch of out of print shit he was just giving me or like oh giving, my god giving me for like 10 bucks and like i got the like the uh uh, forgotten Gialli box set for like 10 bucks. Fucking. Oh, wow. Yeah, Camille Keaton in Italy, fucking 10 bucks. Like, it was great. But he stopped doing conventions that year. That's why he was giving me all the shit. Oh, he was like, get out of here. <laughs> he was literally like, fucking, dude, I, the more you take, the less I have to come back with fucking taking. <laughs> so, um, Carl's got another question here. Oh, fuck. <laughs> also, what do you think of Massacre Video's recent activities? Oh, here we are back at the question. By fuck how... your recent activities. Oh, by, oh, how much will, by how much will they soon delay the shipping of the Men Behind the Sun movies? <laughs> <laughs> how long will their shitty little conspiracy podcast last? They literally talked to Alien Conspiracy Guy in the first episode. I mean, at least talk about your most popular and beloved releases on there. And how many episodes do you think we'll have to wait before they bring on Alex Lee Moyer to talk oh, about Jesus strange Christ. internet virgins? Cheers. Oh my God, no. I saw that, I was like, oh man. Okay. <laughs> so first of all, when they made the post that they were like, actually like, oh, Men Behind the Sun's really coming out. I was just pissed. Like, mm-hmm. you should be happy. I was just fucking angry. Like, you should have just gave up by now. You should have just been like, yep, yep, we're not doing it anymore. Yeah. Fucking, oh. It's like, I'm a hypocrite and pre-ordered, but there was a hatred in me when I pre-ordered it. Oh, dude, I I'm like, I didn't pre-order it. And I didn't, <laughs> I should have pre-ordered it because if they don't put it on Grindhouse Video or Amazon or something, I'm going to be fucked. Mm-hmm. Like, the shipping's going to take a year. Like, I had to order from Massacre directly to get Paranoid Garden, and I was so f- fucking angry about it. <laughs> <laughs> but if if we're talking about Massacre's new shit, the empty VHS box sets. Oh, my God, yeah. What the fuck do you think we are? Like, are, are, is the whole community retards to you? Like, what the fuck? Like, mm. <laughs> oh. dude, like, oh, God. It's like so the, it, yeah. Ugh. Can't even like Dude, bring words to it. <laughs> I, yeah. I was I was so proud of my drunk self. I stayed away from their table at Cinema Wasteland because I knew I would fucking explode. <laughs> and, like I, I I literally I drank a whole bottle of Jack to myself, and I'm still proud that I fucking veered away. <laughs> like. <laughs> Dude, I love I love the titles they put out. I love Nostril Picker. I love Love Bites. I love so much shit they put out. But fuck, man, get more people or just fucking do your job. Fuck. Yeah. That's what me and Matt talk about all the time too. It's like because it's like you know a lot of people who are just now getting into the collecting and stuff like that are like, fuck, Massacre video, they suck. It's like, man, Massacre was like pretty awesome back in the day. Like I yeah. was always so excited for the releases, and I used to like I was like I'm collecting everything Massacre puts out because Massacre rules. And then there came a turning point where I was like I can't do it no more. I can't support them no more. You know, like I can't. <laughs> I got to be selective with them. I can't do it. <laughs> well, uh, they've, they've literally came out and said if you don't want to deal with our slow shipping process, then go through Grindhouse Video or go through Amazon. It's like okay. That would be great if you put all your fucking titles on there. Mm-hmm. Like, there's yeah. titles I need, and I have to order them from you, and I have to deal with the terrible fucking process. <laughs> like, yeah, which, I... and their social media is cringe as shit. No, oh, yeah. yeah, it's really bad. You know, like, I don't know. It's I don't know yeah, what I'm doing anymore. It's disappointing. <laughs> 
well it's like i've heard they were nice too and i feel bad talking shit but like you fucked me over this many times like i'm not gonna be happy about it (laughs) i met lewis at a convention you know i bought nostril picker from him we talked for a long time about movies super nice guy doesn't change the fact the company sucks right now (laughs) yeah yeah the the, the company's in the fucking it's in the fucking shitter boys it's fucking you know we're on the heels of the severn uh halfway to black friday sale just started right and they announced Nightmares in a Damaged Brain 4K. That was supposed to be a massacre title. Yep. Something's up, you know? <laughs> well, actually, with titles like that, they only have a certain amount of time to release it. So mm. with how fucking lazy they are, I, I guarantee you it just, like, the rights went out, Yeah, basically. Yeah. I can't believe they lost the rights to Men Behind the Sun. <laughs> they lost yeah. it? I thought they were putting it out. No, I, like, I can't believe they have it. Oh, they have it? Oh, yeah. It definitely seems like a good unearthed title. Um, but maybe they just had a better connection to the director or something. Or maybe they paid him already, like, right away. Like, who knows? It's possible. It's disappointing. <sighs> yeah, it, it really is. Disappointing. is. I'm not mad, Massacre. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so much worse. When a yep. fucking... When a parent tells you that, that's when your life gets ruined. <laughs> like, yeah, you're just like, oh no. I'm, I'm not mad at you. I'm just disappointed. That means you really fucked up, son. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you, Carl, for the rant. That was fun. That was That was fun. Thank you Next. for giving me an outlet. <laughs> <laughs> Next up is Caveman Riff Sam. Hell yeah. Hello, my fucking weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has fucking weird little addresses for this episode. What the fuck? I know. And I fucking, I've talked to Silas so many times. I've never heard stinkies come out of his mouth <laughs> referring to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> fucking stinkies. I don't know what is more disturbing here. The fact that John often is sitting in what I assume is either really clean boxers or extreme opposite stained and crusty tidy waddies slapping his thighs. <laughs> what the fuck? What? <laughs> or the fact that I spent the last seven months listening to every episode of Sick on Cinema. Holy Jesus, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's commitment. I applaud you. Fuck, man. I love these guys and I wouldn't do that. Fuck. <laughs> I don't blame you. Don't start from the beginning. Start when we came back. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I I did listen to the beginning episodes. It's just like, I get burned out on shit. Like, Mm -hmm. fucking, you spent the past seven months listening to something? I can't handle that. Well, I also can't (laughs) handle TV shows, so. Yeah. That's a big I'm with you there. Yeah, me too. I can't stick with something that long. (laughs) I need breaks. (laughs) Yeah. Let's get to the real brass tacks here. Would you rather have a catheter of Listerine oh. into your bladder and have to pee it out or find the love of your favorite movies or the amazing bolt, violent shit for, and can only get off to Ron Jeremy Ruffies. Oh. I'm taking the fucking catheter. <laughs> uh, fucking Ron Jeremy all the way. Yeah. We literally, no. have, we literally have a running theme on QVC where we talk about sounding. And I just I I just cannot handle anything in my urethra. I'll 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 take jerking off to Ron Jeremy all day long. Yeah, <laughs> you probably your 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 answer is probably right. I said I said my answer for the meme, but you put I that image in my head too quick. Yeah. Oh, dude, getting something up your dick hole. I'd rather do anything else besides <laughs> that. <laughs> like, 
now I'm like I'm just sitting sitting here fucking squirming thinking about it, and yeah. I'm like, you know, peeing out the Listerine would be rough. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's literally almost pure alcohol too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the catheter is not going in lightly. Like, no. that's going to burn like gonorrhea times a thousand. <laughs> he also says, P.S., my wife said, since you guys hate breast milk, episode eight reference. He's even got like <laughs> the episodes down. <laughs> what the fuck? She Bruh. will come and waterboard you two with her breast milk. <laughs> <laughs> Can I join? <laughs> no, I, I didn't remember any more of this comment, but I did read the last part because I'm like, that is the best thing I've ever heard. I'm pretty sure the uh, boxers is a reference to the fact that when we interviewed Lucky Sarudi, I was in my underwear. <laughs> well, it sounds like more like you had to talk about like shitting yourself one of these times. Like, it sounds like. Are you in clean boxers or crusty, oh, right. shit-stained fucking <laughs> They were clean. I, you know, it's just like yeah. I just woke up and we had to do the interview, so it was like I had to go. Yeah. <laughs> I woke up with a shit down, stain and then I changed it back out. <laughs> it's like we'll get to it later, but fucking trains. <laughs> Oh, train spotting. Oh, dude. No, not even just train spotting. Red crocodile, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll get to that. Oh, we will definitely fucking get to that. <laughs> and also add in Lucky Sarudi's really sweet guy. I met him in person at Wasteland. He First time awesome. I ever talked to him. He was really sweet. Um, yeah, he's super Nazca. Next up is Vomit Economy. Oh, <laughs> okay. I think I said I probably butchered it. <laughs> <laughs> vomit economy economy vomitectomy is it ectomy i just said it i don't know if it's that oh, right. i thought you were right i was like damn <laughs> <laughs> I'm <pushing You're> right? <laughs> you were yelling at yourself internally like fuck hey guys <laughs> i'm a huge splatter gore fan and i own a few james bell props but i haven't seen any of his films Oh, I prepared for this one too. What very fine crap video film do you suggest I watch first? Hmm. I know exactly the answer, but I got two. Yeah, I got three. You got three? Yeah, I'm. I'm actually. I'm. I'm actually looking for his name first to see what it is. (laughs) Or uh, Nutsack Part One: Lucifer's Cosmonauts and Nutsack. Those are my two favorites. Uh, so nutsack part one lucifer's cosmonauts is one of mine i fucking love the shit out of that movie it's the funnest out of all of them tantrum 2 is depressing as shit he was really fucked up in his real life when that was being filmed and you could feel it i love it um and depending on your taste is why i added in the third one if you like harmony kareen watch dog dick because i think dog dick's awesome too (laughs) um Oh fuck! Uh, probably no- as well. By the way, I just want to throw that out there. Oh yeah, I was probably going to include that one. Oh, yeah. you, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, sorry, I I didn't hear what you said, John. You were like uh, it was a little clusterfuck. Evaporation. <laughs> oh yeah 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 okay. Uh, Nutsack Part One. Um, <laughs> fucking evaporation, and I'm gonna go tantrum. So it sounds like the defining factor is Nutsack Part One. All three of us yeah. have it. That movie's so much fun. It, is. it really it is. is. Honestly, yeah. you can't go. I don't. I don't think he's missed. So I don't. 
And like, I wanted to add harm in there, but I've recommended harm and people have been pissed off that they paid, <laughs> they paid that much for like a 10, 15 minute movie. Mm. But I, I think harm is his most like visceral. Like I actually feel like abuse yeah. is happening oh, yeah. during that movie. It, it is one of my favorites. I just didn't want to add it because I felt like people got gypped. But if you're okay paying for something that's 10 minutes that's really good i would say harm as well yeah that and like james bell's stuff like there's not many people in the underground selling his, their stuff as cheap as james oh, bell yeah. does yeah he says He's, like what 10 bucks i think 10 15 yeah. 10 bucks exactly it's yeah. crazy and, and and i've tried to convince him too because he wants to make he has some crazy designs he showed me <laughs> to make like full vagina monsters that actually eat as a disc oh, and he was like it would just cost a hundred bucks i'm like make a couple i'll buy one i know i will a monster that actually eats while you're opening the movie that would yeah be awesome, dude. that'd be fucking that'd be sick it's like i know he did the like uh was it the like disgrace like editions or something like that the flesh covers i don't remember what yeah. they're called but yeah I got his old, um, where it was like Fabric was on the DVD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got the, his first three releases like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he calls his like flesh covers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, I, I, I don't think you could go wrong with like starting with Manure and working all the way up to preparation <laughs> and just see like how much he's progressed as a... Oh, as yeah. <laughs> well, definitely Manure is like his most like straight comedy out of all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you seen the description of fucking manure on his site recently? No, I haven't. <laughs> it just says, I like street trash. <laughs> Dude, it's totally a street trash throwback movie. Yeah. It really is. That was literally how we started talking. It was because oh, of that. I'm, I'm a huge, huge street trash fan. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Manure is awesome. Yeah. But last but certainly not least is Ordep. With a bunch of peace. <laughs> He's got more of a comment, which I think is a great idea, and we're going to look on to getting to do this. Okay. Hey, guys. Love your podcast. I have been a listener since 2019, and I've always had wow. one criticism. You should put a timestamp for the topic of the episode before it starts on the email session. Because even though the email mm. session are great, sometimes it's hard to find time to listen to the whole episode. I only have time to listen to podcasts while I'm going to or from work, which I, I'm the same way, actually. <laughs> yeah. So it's hard to listen uh, to the topics I want. Eh? I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I want in this small time window. I love the email session, but the shit you guys cover are fucking great. P.S. The reason I didn't say that earlier is because I've always forgotten about it. But right now, I was high and mind scrolling Instagram. And I thought about the issue, so I wrote a, a stone quit a criticism. Yeah, that, that's a great. Thing. You know, we we should. Mm. Do that. I think people should listen to the whole thing. I mean, I listen while I'm driving too, but like uh, the whole thing's what brings it together. I mean, the the comments and concerns totally shows where like the show's going to and like <laughs> how people answer. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's usually the funniest part of the show too. Then it gets into the serious shit. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it gets real green. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, we didn't have fun this week, boys. <laughs> yeah, Paradise the Lost. The, yeah, Paradise Lost was a great example of that. I still need to watch those. I listened to you guys talk about it, and I've been meaning to watch it for years, and I really want great. to. It's, yeah. it's heavy. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's 
Yeah. Rough. Yeah. We'll take that into different consideration, though. Matt's yeah. my tech man, so he needs to figure this shit out. <laughs> I have no idea. Your shoulders. It's all my sh- <laughs> It's all my shoulders. shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, thank you, everybody, for the questions. That was fun. Yes. I loved, loved answering them. I've drank three, six beers in the time frame. <laughs> Hell yeah. Let's go. <laughs> If you want to join these lovely people, you can do so by sending an email to sickoncinema at gmail.com or you can wait to the week of the episode. We are a bi-weekly podcast, mostly. And we'll post a little <laughs> image with the dancing skeletons in the background and you can ask in the comment section below. I'm still so pissed off at myself. <laughs> <laughs> the dancing skeletons. <laughs> All right, we're going we're gonna to take a short hiatus. Matt's going to find me something to play. I'm telling you, he's a tech guy. Oh. Single doesn't man. exist without Matt. <laughs> I mean, I'll find yeah. something to play. You need to play just like the sound clips of XX Exorcist right here. <laughs> we talked a lot about Jesus street trash, though. Oh, we could do street trash, too. Let's have a clusterfuck. I'm going to make you do a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> It's just the the trailer of uh, fucking street trash while there's just fucking lens. <laughs> Three different porn parodies audios on the trailer of street trash. <laughs> just the full oh, yeah. audio too, like just oh, fuck entire, that, the entire fucking movie. But uh, <laughs> the, full, the entire movie. Oh, God, can you imagine? It's just like it's so like it's faint in the background, but it gets louder as it goes. So by the time we're talking about the movies, it's full. <laughs> The end of the podcast, all you hear is moaning and mumbling behind it. <laughs> That'd be incredible. <laughs> okay. So well, I need to piss like a sum before yeah. we get back in this. Yeah. So we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back here on Sick on Cinema. I don't need this. Are you tired of the same old routine? My wife, my Busting your hump and getting nowhere? This just ain't my day. The boss. Is he always on your back? Nice, ass belongs in your chair, not in your lap, which is where you keep trying to put it. You bastard! The wife. You know. And the kids. Is that right? They never listen. I hate to see him pissing his life away in them goddamn computers. Do you ever feel like forgetting the whole thing? You think I got it easy? Well, now you can. I'm talking about life! Drop out and join the ranks of the few. The filthy. Crash. <laughs> I got my own place, a condominium. Where else can you live for free? And eat for even less? Well, be forewarned. Freedom has its price. Yes, there's always a snake in the Garden of Eden. What you got for me today? Today? Ten of viper. One buck. Here's to you, pussy. <laughs> Don't drink my viper! What? What's the matter? You can't hold your liquor, huh? Thank <laughs> you.
It's easy to find us. We're all over the place. Street trash. We're at. Oh, I didn't and... have to say <laughs> I, was ex- I was expecting to have to say got it again. <laughs> got it. <laughs> got it. Got it. Uh, we are back here on the Sick On Cinema Podcast to discuss all things about drugs. Well, <laughs> three movies about drugs. <laughs> We're going to be talking about the drugs we've taken. No. Uh, <laughs> I'll talk about it. <laughs> I huffed paint in high school. <laughs> well, no shit, though. I accidentally got laced with heroin once. I thought oh. it was I thought it was a dab, but it was way darker, and I ended up smoking heroin, and it was one of the worst periods of my life <laughs> oh my god yeah. I, I had a friend in high school who that's thing same thing happened to him <laughs> fucking terrible dude mm. and i lived fucking... with, i lived with meth heads at the moment that were like pieces of shit and they all felt so bad for me they took care of me <laughs> like, <laughs> like i walk in pale as a ghost you need to eat spaghettios i fucking hate spaghettios they smell like vomit but i needed it <laughs> like, <laughs> Fuck, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Outside of the dark things in life, let's go to some more dark things in life. (laughs) We're starting in 1996, which I gotta be honest, this was a first time watch for me. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Really? This was a blind spot for me. (laughs) Oh, wow. So my mom showed this to me when I was six years old. And, um, there was a period in my life where my mom was just trying to scar the shit out of me when it came to drug <laughs> when it came to drug use, and I remember this me- movie being so fucked up. But my opinion completely changed. Mm-hmm. But and this is actually one of her favorite movies of all time too, because she watched it intoxicated and thought it was really fucked up. And I, after watching it for this, I'm like, you got to rewatch this, mom. Like it's still a masterpiece, but for a different reason. <laughs> but uh, to, yeah. This is directed this by Danny great. Boyle, who you may know from 28 Days Later fame. Ooh. He did quite a few great movies, too. He really did. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like him and you know Aronofsky. It's like, that's like that's some high pedigrees for sick on cinema. <laughs> I don't know if I'm talking about these movies. We need to back out. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the fact that Red Crocodile's in here keeps it back to reality. It balances, it, out. <laughs> it balances it out. We got two masterpieces, and then that, boom, <laughs> it all goes down. <laughs> and also, oh, no. by the way, me saying this. Is nothing to do with my opinion on that. You'll hear about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm interested though, since this is the first time watch for you guys. What, what you guys think? Yeah. Um. So I don't think I even said what the movie is. It's Train Spotting. <laughs> no, oh, you yeah. did. I did. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, this is like, it's a movie that like I known about for years, of course. Like, but I don't know. I guess I avoided it. I just didn't seem like something I'd be interested in. And, uh, yeah, this movie is really fucking great. <laughs> like, uh, the characters are amazing. Like, the use of music, you know, as a lifelong punk fan. You know, hearing, mm-hmm. like, fucking Lou Reed and uh, Iggy Pop in it and shit like that. It's fantastic. The opening sequence is one of the best ever. Oh, yeah. Oh, the yeah. The for life scene. Um, so yeah. good. 
it's dude, this, incredible. This was like an Iggy Pop fan letter more than it, anything. It really he's was. In, he's literally in like almost every shot. There's like posters behind. Mm-hmm. Oh, like yeah. If, if they're not talking about him, which they talk about him through the majority of the fucking movie. <laughs> they do, yeah. Um, yeah, kind of like with John, like I'd heard about, you know, this movie and whatnot. Um, and I always wanted to see it, but I just, I guess I did kind of just slip through the cracks for me. Where, where I was just like, <laughs> I was more like, oh, let me find some weirdo fucking movies instead of watching, you know, classic fucking <laughs> shit. You know, people, stuff, stuff, stuff that's like regarded as classic uh, cinema. So well, I, you feel like it, no matter what, it's going to be good. So you could just like try out some shit before you check it out. Because yeah. I've done, I've done that in quite a few like quote unquote classic films. Yeah. And two, yeah. it's like it's got Ewan McGregor in it. You know, it's got Obi Wan Kenobi. It just didn't uh, seem like something I would want to watch. <laughs> that's partly why I didn't rewatch it. <laughs> not, not a Star Wars prequel fan. <laughs> so they're like heroin. I've got the higher ground. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're gonna talk about it. Let, let's bring it up towards the beginning, and it'll come back towards the end. The shitting scene. Is one of my favorite scenes in history. Yes. The whole like heroin makes you constipated, so you have to. <laughs> he has heroin suppositories up his ass because he's about to try to wean himself off, and but then the heroin doesn't hit, so he has to shit, <laughs> and he <laughs> dives into the toilet that's fucking like fifty feet deep down. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I really love the little surrealistic touches the movie does, like that scene and the the, the overdose scene too. He like literally like sinks into the floor and. Oh, yeah, so there until they can bring him out like all that shit is done like so well i i like that they add it in there too where it actually plays a part into it mm-hmm. like uh like diving that deep shows his degradation where he's digging through the most disgusting shitter in the world and oh like, yeah <laughs> the fucking dragging when he's dragging down the rag it's because not the rag the fucking uh What's it called? Rug. Yeah. Yeah. It's because the other dude's wrapping him in a rug to drag him down the stairs (laughs) to the fucking taxi. Dude. Like, this movie is so dark in its comedy, but fuck, it is funny as shit. Oh, it is so funny. Yeah. Yeah. And the weirdest thing, too, about this movie to me, at least on this watch, and that shocked me from like my memories at childhood because only scenes stuck to me but i found this movie to be extremely hopeful like Mm -hmm. he got off heroin like fucking three times in the movie (laughs) yeah dude (laughs) well it's all of his friends that are getting him back into it and then like spoiler alert you should have already watched it by now and if you haven't watch it before that you listen to this episode but um he ends up just stealing the money and running away. Like there's yeah. just some resemblance of hope that is not there in any like this bag bad of yeah. addiction movie. Yeah. Yeah, and also sorry, oh, sorry. No, go ahead, man. And like also like that whole aspect kind of like plays into like having like toxic people toxic people around you that are always like dragging you back down into shit you don't want to be a part of. And like it's like, oh, I can cut these people loose and be free you know like that's kind of what i personally yeah took from that stuff i mean it shows the dichotomy too because you got uh 
Oh fuck, what's his name? It's not Sick Boy. It's the weird looking one. Oh, um, it started with the B, I think. But uh, um, fuck. There's was it Baby? But, uh, it sounds close enough. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, ba- basically, he wanted to get out too. He was just too fucking scared to. And I mean, he was yeah. so y- used to it at that point. Like, I mean, towards the end, like he has more trauma and he gets cut and he's actually afraid. But he could have gotten out of it at any point and he just needed that push. But then it just wasn't at the right time. Like, with the this movie, I feel like has a lot to do with timing in your life and like mm-hmm. growth and it, it's such a fucking beautiful movie like oh it, yeah and even though it is surreal and it is comedic like it it powers so much into reality yes mm. yeah. yeah the movie also like does a, such a good job of balancing humor with the drama elements like the the comedy never feels completely out of place with what's going on because it, it like you said it feels real like these people feel real so of course there's mm-hmm. gonna be funny moments because they're not, you know, they're friends. They're not always miserable, you know. He yeah, makes reference to that, you know. Well, I I think too is that the comedy parts actually push it forward more because like there's that huge part where it's like it's really hard to hear in the club where uh, the weird looking guy and Tommy, the really good looking guy who doesn't do drugs for a portion of the movie, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. fucking. We're, we're talking about like their girlfriend shit back and forth and then their girlfriends were talking about it in the bathroom and then they came up and they just stopped but mm-hmm. it actually did play a part in how tommy's story ended up going along too like mm-hmm. the comedy was so realistic to that extent because i mean like you would hear that conversation for the most part like besides the like the very one sentence interaction between the two couples everything else was purely reality based mm-hmm. oh yeah Yep. And like the movie like does such a good job of like when it when it's time for it to get serious, it does it super well and like really like packs a punch. Yeah, it's like the scene where the 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 baby dies is fucking haunting. Yeah. Oh, and the build up to it too. Where yeah. it's like fucking the baby's just so cute and laughing throughout like the first 20 minutes of the movie while they're just like literally shooting up and falling right next to the baby. Fucking yeah. It's just laughing, having a great time. And it, it, that was probably one of the most fucked up scenes in the movie to me but that wasn't the baby. It was like all I knew what to do was I'm going to go take a hit. And of yeah. course, the mother asked for a hit after that, and he says to himself, "Like, of course, I took the hit before I gave her one." Like, yeah, that's so fucking dark and fucking powerful, man. Like, it really is. Yeah, and like you know, again, like you said, even though we hadn't watched it, but you should have. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, uh, when the Tommy character eventually breaks and starts to use. Oh yeah, it, it's really sad. Like, it's really heartbreaking. Yeah see like his like descent all because of like one little thing you know well the extent too it's like it reminded me of kids a lot where like the soon as you like get fucked you got aids and he was one of the only one out of the friend group to get aids (laughs) yeah yeah like that's insane because he was the latest one and the scene too that's so 
heartbreaking and i've seen this happen in real life too being around terrible people but like oh no i'm just in a bad place i want to try it i could always get off of it and just let me do it with you and it's like no 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 and then as soon as he pulls out the money bam yeah fucking yep come we'll shoot you up mm. like fucking sparks yeah and like when rent like goes to london for a while or no he goes to um is it he goes to rehab i think is what it is uh well he goes to rehab then he goes to oh no 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 yeah Yeah, yeah, his parents lock him up that's when he sees the baby yeah and all the people oh my god and then he goes to see tommy afterwards oh god how like oh my god you know the, the deterioration of the character is like jesus christ like it's so stark well it's like yeah it's like i have seen like in person like drug like dens and they're fucking they're just like this it's horrific oh yeah you know it it immediately like makes you like itch just like seeing it on screen oh you're just like the set design was perfect oh yeah yeah like my my best friend's house was literally just like that growing up like there's holes in the walls there was armies of ants coming through them like it it really is a fucking powerful powerful like movie when it comes to a set design because like even after tommy's funeral they go back to the house they were all shooting up at and oh the holes everything and like there was a child sleeping in there and that happens constantly and i've witnessed it it's horrible yeah but like then like you know Danny Bull does such a good job like balancing like Tommy's funeral scenes like it is really sad but then you know the way the guy tells the story of what happened to him there's some comedy there and I think that's kind of realistic you know well like, the the reason why I thought he added it in is because it was realistic on him trying to like it because it, it's all from Ewan McGregor's point of view and that's the point of the film where he should feel the most guilty he got Tommy addicted to that and Tommy's fucking dead because of that and yeah. so of course he's trying to like mask his guilt in like an unreliable unreliable narrator sort of way to where like oh shit this whole system of events happened that were comedic like oh mm-hmm. that happened he got a cat pissed and shit everywhere (laughs) (laughs) yeah um yeah this movie's fucking amazing i (laughs) yeah i it sucks that it took so long for me to watch it you know because i feel like this could have been a one of those movies you watch as a as a you know as a kid like you like you you had where you're just like oh yeah this movie's like super fucking impactful you know Mm -hmm. Well, I'm kind of pissed that I watched it so young, too, because, like, it impacted me in a completely different way, actually getting what the movie meant to was meant to be, kind of. Yeah, it it is kind of meant to be a hopeful, a hopeful story to people in that same affliction and in that same surroundings. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But yeah, the, the movie is like. I, like this is weird but it's like i have a like letterbox list of like fucked up movies i almost like have a like a thing in me where it's like i don't know if i should add this one because like it is hopeful yeah and it does have a like that that powerful like hopeful message in it where it's like you can get out of these horrible situations i just don't know if but there is things in it that are like oh yeah that's fucked up well, oh yeah, you know, doesn't mean it can't be 
you know, impactful in that way. Well, mm. true. And like when when I was rewatching this, I mean, I, it was like even like a month and a half, two months ago or something. But like I, my girlfriend was like, yeah, you could actually start watching the movies you need to watch for the podcast in front of me. I'm like, I don't know about that. But it's like, <laughs> we'll, we'll watch Requiem for a Dream instead. And then I, after watching Train Spotting, I'm like, fuck. I should just showed her train spotting. I think she would really have actually enjoyed it. And it, it's actually a lot less fucked up. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, you actually see the shoot up, you see the dead baby, which was a fucking awesome effect. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I think this is definitely one that if it gets classified as fucked up, then not enough people get to see it because I don't think it is that fucked up. Actually, mm-hmm. it's a little more reality based to the point where it's not like a uh like a don't do this like the drunk mm-hmm. driving videos from the 80s where they would show yeah. brutal car deaths <laughs> and shit yeah like it, it it's a lot more human of a story than that i yeah. guess oh yeah. i agree and like there's there's moments that like i genuinely laughed harder at this movie i had it in a long time where the fucking dude comes out with the damn bed sheets and shoots shit all over everybody. Oh my god. Oh dude. No, oh, I'll take care of it. I'll take care of it. <laughs> and it is a at the end of the day, like despite the fact that you know, he does but are they his friends? That's the question. Like they are, but like are they even the people he once knew? Is well that's that's the point of reality that I really do appreciate in it is that mm-hmm. it friends aren't friends like you have to learn the difference between friends and acquaintances really late in your life like oh yeah you you really do and just because they act friendly don't mean they are friends like there's there's a friend group that could be good and there's a friend group that could just exacerbate the terrible things in your life like if you're being a friend, you actually have to think about someone else rather than just hanging out with someone else. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And, but yeah. that, that, that's a, like, you know, ultimately the movie does have a happy ending, you know, I feel like. <laughs> well, it, it has a hopeful one. It, it's very ambiguous to the extent. Cause like, like I said, he got off heroin three times in the fucking movie. So you don't know if it's mm-hmm. actually going to work. Like if he's yeah. not, just because we mm-hmm. see that maybe his friends are the reasons why he's going down the shitter but e- even like the kid the 16 year old he was fucking came back <laughs> and came back and he's like you just can- you need to leave this room you can't just do a tiny bit of heroin here and there and i'm like fuck i thought he was sober <laughs> like yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> like, hold on hold on <laughs> yeah like there, there's definitely a lot more to it and i like that ambiguous ending but I think if they made it concrete, it wouldn't be as powerful because, like, life is never certain. So, I mean, you just have to go for it. Well, it's like you compared it to kids to an extent. Mm -hmm. And I think that's actually a great comparison if, I mean, kids is definitely on the bleaker side for sure. But, (laughs) yeah, yeah. that movie fucked me up, but it, <laughs> um, but th- this one, like when it comes to, like the the friend groups and like all that stuff, like I feel like there's a lot of like correlation between these two, and I think that would make for a very interesting double feature. Maybe start with fucking kids, and then whoa, hang on, <laughs> whoa, whoa. Whoa, hang on, start with kids. We'll move on to adults when I feel comfortable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> start with the movie kids and, and then <laughs> then get to a train spawning so you can have a hopeful ending to your dot. And, and you know, the one character too, which he's played by the guy who played Julian Donkey Boy. Yeah. Um wait, what? Yeah, the guy you're talking about, the the weirder looking guy. Yeah, that really, was Julian Donkey Boy. Yeah, that's Fuck Julian his, Donkey Boy. his face elongated as he got older. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was already weird looking. What the fuck? <laughs> as he got older, his face got longer. It did. Fuck. He looks like I the movie totally out of did. Case two now. It makes so much sense though. <laughs> but like you know, you're talking about him. Like you know, he kind of wants out, but he's kind of. St- feels like he's stuck there too but like you know at the end of the movie you know Ewan McGregor's character is kind of like you know he did nothing wrong you know yeah he's yeah. He was the victim in the story he's the victim of the story you know like mm-hmm. he deserves a happy ending <laughs> yeah he does but in people in that situation that's just not the reality of it yep because I mean like he could even pull could have pulled off the same shit that Ian McGregor did during the court scene where instead of going to jail, he could have just went to rehab, but like, he just didn't think about it. Like he, he's like more of the simple character. Like the, the, I don't want to say that they all love because like they are taking advantage of him to an extent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like the, the thing that really changes this character is that like, it, it sounds bad because, like, usually it's, like, token race, but, like, the token violent friend mm. <laughs> took it out on him finally. Like, yeah. Ah, it's just, yeah. There's so many layers to this movie that correspond so much to reality and really deep, deep fucking questions about, like, how you were raised and, like, how, like, the people you are around. Like, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a, it's an amazing movie that really makes you think about like yourself and like if what, what would you do if you were in that situation or you know even if you're in a similar situation, not necessarily with like drugs or if you're around like very toxic people who fucking you know treated you like shit, but you're like oh well they're my friends, you know yeah yeah it, it, really yeah. And it is such a crazy fucking storyline, too, because nobody talks about you're technically rooting for a pedophile, too. He didn't he didn't he didn't know she was 16 (laughs) the first time they fucked. But the second time they fucked, she he definitely knew. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He's not necessarily a good person himself. And he kind of says that, you know, well, that's why I appreciate it, because like. Uh, people were bitching about like the Dahmer series where they're making him look like a good person. And it's like, no, that's just how humans fucking are. Even if exactly. you're a horrible piece of shit, like people are good and fucking bad. They make horrible choices and they make great choices. Like people are imperfect. There's no such thing as good or evil. It's all a fucking gray area, bro. Yeah. Yeah. There's no black yeah. and white. It's not that simple. No. Nope. Well, like you could even, I wouldn't say excuse at all. The, the the second sex scene but like after he figured out she was underage she was blackmailing him to that extent and it felt like that storyline was going to go farther and maybe we just didn't even see that happen yeah. because mm-hmm. she was basically saying if you stop seeing me then i'm gonna fucking tell the cops and being a pedophile in jail you're fucking dead <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, you're yeah 
<laughs> yeah. The, yeah, there's so many layers to this fucking movie and it, it's it's one that's talked about that isn't talked about in great detail of how human it is in yeah, my yeah. opinion. Absolutely. You know, yeah. you talked about kid being similar to kids. I also say it's like another movie that like for me had a huge impact for me growing up was SLC Punk. Oh, dude, hundred fucking percent. Yeah, it gave me a lot of the same vibes where it's like you know these like these like bored youths who don't exactly know what to do with their lives <laughs> kind of movies, you know. Oh, dude, yeah, and I loved SLC Punk too. And then I had a similar situation that happens at the end of SLC Punk. I'm not spoiling it. Watch that fucking movie. It's a masterpiece. Um, but yeah, I mean, SLC Punk's a fucking classic because all punks grow up. Like mm-hmm. you have to attain the system some way. And the the whole point of all three of those movies is just these youthful ideals that kind of follow you that you need to get rid of, but you don't understand the damage of them until it's too late. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great way to put it. Now I've got to ask, uh, have you seen the sequel to train spotting? Cause I saw there is one. I was fucking thinking about it. I was literally like right after I watched it, Danny Boyle directed it. And I looked at the reviews because as soon as I saw it, I was actually working at a video store when it came out and I saw it. I'm like, nope. Mm-hmm. Like I just saw SLC Punk 2 and I'm like, fuck no, you're not ruining my, you're not ruining my childhood. <laughs> but I, I, I've heard it's great and I looked for it a little bit. Uh, right after I watched it, but I was at work, so I couldn't find it. So I decided not to, but I would like to. Yeah, I was just curious about it because I'm like, you know, if it carried that same energy, I'd be into it. But like, you know, SLC Punk Two, I don't oh. want that again. I don't want that again. <laughs> Such fucking trash, dude. <laughs> he had fucking Bob as a ghost. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I did like about that is that they gave a tiny cunt hair recognition to one of my favorite kind of poppy punk bands the dwarves oh mm, I, yeah. I love the dwarves the midget jesus album oh, cover yeah, yeah. <laughs> always have naked women no matter what do <laughs> dude the song the song by them that i know like right off my head is like fuck is trailer trash oh trailer fuck yeah dude. i fucking love that song Dude, I always go to fucking Salt Lake City. Like, I'm not going to Salt Lake City. It's like, <laughs> fuck yeah, fuck Mormons. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally like, even if you tell me I couldn't stay, even if you tell me I lobotomize my brain, I don't want to go there. I don't want to go insane. <laughs> That's, yeah, they're fucking great. Yeah, they're the best. So, uh, so something that's not as hopeful as train spotting. Nope. No, oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> that uh, I have some problems with. I'm I'm gonna be curious to uh, discuss this movie. Oh, Jesus. Uh, so from... <laughs> you're, you're about to break my heart, John. I know, <laughs> I no, know no, which I, movie it is. I genuinely like this movie. I just I have some problems with it. We'll get into it. Uh, this is Darren Aronofsky's Requiem for a Dream. Um, okay, ju- just start off right now with your problems. I want to know. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right, so I find the movie that's about drug addicts a little too clean. I could accept that. Everybody's a little too pretty. Oh, well, that's not where I thought you were going. But Well, also, it's like, you know, we were talking about the set design of... Um, 
uh, train spotting. I feel like it's the exact opposite in this movie. Like, I don't get the grunginess from this movie at all. Well, because it doesn't have anything to do with grunginess. That's the point, though. Mm. Is that the point of Requiem for a Dream, for me, is how widely that addiction could be spread. Because for the most part, all these people are pretty well off. And, I mean, like, even the mother of Jared Leto gets mm. a it gets the fucking worst fate of them all. (laughs) Like, and she wasn't a fucking in a crack den. She was just a part of like the worst part of history where they're fucking putting in meth and diet pills. Like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Yeah. I do generally, like ultimately I really enjoy this movie a lot, but it's like, you know, there's like scenes where they're shooting up heroin and they're just like dancing around. I'm like, that's weird. I don't feel like that's how you would act. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not particularly yeah a, a lot of this movie is a lot more art, uh, i, I want to say artistic because it's a lot more uh uh fuck what's the word symbolic than yeah. anything yeah it's it's almost too stylized for what it is <laughs> is the way i feel about it so the one problem i definitely did have is like we could at least see a Neil go into one arm. It's That's, like, yeah, yeah. You reuse that same mod- oof, montage like fucking thirty times in the movie. Like, change it up just to cut hair, please. <laughs> Not as that. Yeah, I do agree with that. I feel like the action of shooting up is such a vis- visceral image. Yeah, like, so impactful that like not showing it, I think, takes away some of the the power of their story in particular. Now, the mother's story, I completely think, is done super well and is... Oh, yeah. Well, there's no bullshit, like, Shaun of the Dead jump cuts in that. Like, it's it's visceral and it's real. But I I, I do get what you're saying, because it is one thing that does bother me about the film, because... I, I don't like that about like all of our Aronofsky's movies, yeah. to be honest. He he does focus way too much on style rather than substance. Like, especially like at least be creative with it. I get that you thought it was creative from the first shot, but like change that even change up the montage. I wouldn't give a fuck, but it's the same goddamn fucking yeah. 30 second shot the entire fucking shooting up throughout the entire movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it gets old real quick. The first time you see it, you're like, oh, that's kind of cool. But then it just keeps happening and it keeps yeah. happening. You're like, fuck, okay, I get it. You know, like... <laughs> My exact mindset. Yeah, that looks awesome. I'm tired of this. <laughs> this is my my biggest problem with the movie, and I, I don't necessarily want to spoil the ending for people who haven't seen it, I but I guess at the same time, it's like... Dream. We, yeah. already, we already went through, fuck you if you haven't seen this, watch it. <laughs> Fair. I, again, this was also a first-time watch for me, by the way. So uh, this is like 15. I, I love this movie. I I love this movie too. My biggest problem though is with the fates of the characters because I feel like one person's fate is not as bad as maybe the others first. You talk, talking about Damon Wayans or not oh. Damon. What's his name? Uh, what is it? Marlon, Marlon, Marlon yeah. Wayans. Yeah. <laughs> I trying to think which Wayne it was. Well, yeah, okay. Too. It's like don't get don't get me wrong. Like she, she her fate is not good, but she's also making a ton of fucking money. Oh wait, we're talking about the artistic girl. Yeah. Oh, okay, I thought we were talking about Marlon Wayne's for a second. No, 
Um, like, like his, like his fate is prison. Leto's ki- I heard face. Oh, face. <laughs> like, oh. I thought we were talking about like faces of drug addicts. <laughs> like, oh, no, 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 no. That's no. what I thought we were talking oh. about. <laughs> Is that Southern accent coming through? Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> but like the the fate the fate of the characters, like she essentially like again she she's still being exploited, and that's not a good thing. But she's getting paid a shit ton of money. One gets prison. One loses an arm, and one is fucked for life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I get where you're coming from, but I still think like they're just trying to show different manners of addiction. And I mean, Fair. like the 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 fucked up part was that oh, it wasn't the beginning. It was like the second time I think. Well, I know like Jared Leto sent her there once to go get fucked i know he didn't want to send her there in the beginning she sent herself there yeah and the the fucked up part was also showing the other type of people that use drug addicts Mm. like i get that the fate technically wasn't as bad but i mean it depends on trauma like that could have been worse than prison technically well true true to be honest it would have been the same type of horrible shit that you see in prison yeah it's like I again when I say that I'm not trying to like be like insensitive or anything like towards like you know anyone who is like a victim of their you know of their circumstances and stuff, but like it, no, it does get, feel like I get your thought yeah. process though. I don't know. That was the one thing I was like, I don't know, and I just feel like the the other fates are re- really fucking bad and. No, what is it? No, I was just gonna say I'm I'm I was fine with the way her story played out. I just ultimately didn't care for the, like I just think the ass to ass like it's become a meme, right? Ass to ass. Like, oh god, got, ass to ass. It's got it got it's a little goofy. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like there was something more they could have done. With that. that was the one scene in the movie where my girlfriend's like, "That's not that bad." <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Cause it's like you get this old, you just shot this old guy's face. He's like ash to ass, and I'm like, oh my god, okay, <laughs> here we go. Oh, there's many jokes about that. Yeah, um, but yeah, the the worst fate to me is Jared Leto's mother, personally. Yeah, yeah. she's the best part of the movie. Like, oh, absolutely, best, best in that it's, it makes you feel the worst. <laughs> you know, oh yeah. my god, it, it's the most visceral. There's no like. There's no, there is a creative way that they say it, but there's no like creative way to dull it down like they do yeah. with the rest of it. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And like, even like with some of the parts of her story where it's like at one point she's like fantasizing about food, I thought that was a little too cheesy. Oh, well, yeah, but that like the entire movie she's fantasizing about that fucking top show, talk show yeah. with that fucking Thomas Hayden church lookalike. Um, <laughs> I forgot his name. I feel bad. I like him. I like him too. But, um, and and the way that they do it so so artistically kind of takes away for it just a little bit. But it's only because of personal experience, really. Like I like like I said, my mom had a whole period where I was not even double digits showing me shit like this. So I've seen. I saw Requiem for a Dream the first time back then. And then I watched it a lot as a kid for some reason. I just love the stylized nature. But then after being around and doing drugs, like 
it just kind of lost it for me. Like I get it appealing to a general audience, I guess, mm -hmm. like of not having to show it. But the way he did explain it, like the fucking ending, I think is sad as shit. Oh, yes, like, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Like I, I know it's not, it's only in her own mind. Like we already said, her story is the most visceral, mm -hmm. like just, fuck man it's so sad <laughs> yeah it's, it's so it's, sad there is a there's a moment in particular in this there's two moments in particular that i think are like the movie at its absolute best and it's her monologue i talk about being old and oh yeah friends that's just just gut-wrenching and the scene no, right no. before uh jennifer Connelly goes to keith david's uh fucking ass to ass party <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and and uh jared leto calls her and she's asking him to come tonight oh that also is yeah a great like dude much moment that's actually why i uh chose this episode to be a part of is that before matt asked me to do it i saw a little snippet of it while scrolling through youtube and i saw that scene and i'm like fuck i forgot how powerful this movie is yeah. i need to watch it like that is one of the most powerful scenes where he's just crying yeah i'll be there right as soon as i can like he's yeah. not fucking coming like it's no. so no. so fucking sad dude and yeah it's one of those things too it's like i'm not a big jared leto fan i gotta be honest like fucking hate that piece of shit yeah and even <laughs> I do. This movie, like his accent i find to be just a little over the top so this movie i like him in dallas buyers club he was fucking amazing he was after after that i think jared leto is a horrid piece of shit yeah i agree horrid <laughs> piece of shit shout, shout out to jared leto for being the worst goddamn joker to ever be <laughs> fucking praise jeebus right there dude fuck. who no no fuck that director who was dumb enough to let Ugh. that stupid piece of shit play him and like you, know. you knew how he was gonna play him, Jared Leto. I let off the hook for that. Fucking that director <laughs> needs to not work ever again. <laughs> I hate that movie. Yeah, it's really bad. James Gunn saved it though. The new Suicide Squad was awesome. <laughs> I have not seen it. I, I I had such a bitter taste oh. in my mouth that I was just like, no, I, know, I don't but... know if I can. James Gunn, Tromeo and Juliet. Oh, dude, I'd love James Slither. Gunn though. Super, it's another great and James Gunn. Oh, super, so good. Mm. I showed my girlfriend that because she loves The Office and loves Rain Wilson, <laughs> and I'm like, this is the movie you need to watch with Rain Wilson. Like, it is so good. <laughs> um, so something I I want to bring up about uh Re Requiem though is, dude, the fucking ending sequence with all that shit going on. Like and it's just like rapid cuts to everything. Mm. I thought I was gonna have a fucking panic attack watching it. <laughs> I was just like, oh my god. There's just so much fucking happening and it's all horrible. I love yeah. it. To be honest, yeah. that's like that's like my biggest cum shot in the movie is rapid cuts. I love that frantic shit. That's why oh, I love yeah. I that's why I love Rubber's Lover. I, I'm mm. editing the same short the same way. I fucking love frantic all in your face like fuck you dude watch this watch this it's like yeah. brain, it's like brainwashing kind of it's like yeah. clockwork orange like that's what you're watching <laughs> like mm -hmm. with your eyes peeled back it's like uh tetsuo is so it's so similar to that because it's just like the constant cuts to the shit is fucking like as you said it's almost like mk ultra fucking yeah. mind 
uh, yeah, brainwashing. Yeah. <laughs> but in in this movie in particular, I was just like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I, think I was just like... <laughs> you good, brother? <laughs> I'm living. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I think a lot of my problems with the movie that I have is that like it feels of its time period a lot too. It feels like a yeah. movie that came out in 2000. It's definitely not timeless. Yeah. Like yeah. I was literally and, when we was watching Train Spotting, I was telling Matt, I was like, this is older yet somehow feels less dated. See, it, it's it's of its time, but it focuses so much on just connecting from every era every friend group everything mm. like it's like i said it's so human that no matter what that train spotting is going to be timeless yeah but requiem definitely has that dated feel to it yeah, yeah. but yeah. ultimately i do still think it is a great movie like when that movie hits it hits really fucking hard yeah well, I, absolutely I, I think your problem too could be pushed upon newer audiences as well because like I grew up during that time so I didn't mm-hmm. like I didn't have a problem with it so that definitely could be a factor like um cuz I'm actually not a fan of Aronofsky actually um, yeah it's one of the only movies I love by him but I I could totally see how the dated factor could completely ruin it for some people yeah I I guess it's like when I watch a movie about drug addicts I'd rather be directed by like Buddy Juvenazzo than Aaron Aronofsky. <laughs> Who the fuck is Buddy Juvenazzo? Co- Combat Shock. Yeah, Combat Shock. Combat Shock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like I, I, I'd watch the shit out of that. Okay. I won't lie. I'd watch that. He actually Dude. did a movie. Uh, it's called Life is Hot in Cracktown. And it's <laughs> it's rough, man. <laughs> Where did you watch it at? It was on HBO back in the day. Oh, really? Seriously? Well, yeah. That's why it doesn't got a Blu-ray then, probably. I don't know if it was made for HBO. Well, if they own it, then it's fucked. I need, <laughs> I need to fucking, I need to watch this. I'm glad it's recorded so I can go back and actually figure it out. <laughs> I'm not gonna remember that, but that sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but we got one more to talk about, unless your boys got something else to say about Requiem. Uh, no, but I have a lot to say about the fucking next one. Speaking of timeless. Timeless, baby. (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ. Okay. 2012, directed by the guy we've talked about a lot on this podcast, uh, Domizanio Cristofaro. We've talked about him a lot, but we've never done one of his movies. (laughs) It's Demiziano Cristofaro, by the way. Thank you. (laughs) Did you say fuck because you corrected him and you got it wrong? <laughs> Look, I thought that like, I did not know how to say his first name. I'm sorry. But I was better like... what I used to do. I used to be like Domafario, Chris Domafario. <laughs> I don't know. There's no fucking F. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is this is Red Crocodile. <laughs> so this is the first movie I've ever seen of his, and. Uh, wasn't a high point already. <laughs> You're in trouble, buddy. No, not at all. But also completely in fucking trouble. So <laughs> they already liked it. We already talked about it. But if you guys haven't seen my letterbox review, it was basically I enjoyed this for all the wrong reasons. This would have been a fucking great movie if you changed the genre. Mm. 
why was he so fucking serious? This is not a horror movie. This is a comedy all the fucking way, dude. This movie is so bad, but so I, I feel like it's intentional. And I know that he's intentionally trying to be serious with it. Like, fuck, dude. I was laughing constantly through this fucking movie. <laughs> like it's not what I thought. <laughs> I know. And I did not give you any hints. You were literally no. to be like, oh, our opinions might be the same. I feel like they are. And I'm like, I promise you they aren't. But <laughs> we'll go for it. <laughs> Fuck. Dude. Uh, this is this, a weird one, man. <laughs> oh, I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I, I did. <laughs> Dude, my, my biggest thing about this movie, and I think what would make it, you know, better, in my opinion, is... The fucking narration just cut it out. That's yeah. <laughs> it was so about- funny. So many. <laughs> Dude, okay, so I'm going back to the train spotting shitting scene because the <laughs> shitting scene where the narration is him like talking about how his mother gave him the fucking crocodile. I was already laughing about. He's like, I know it's ironic now. I'm like, no, you fucking don't know how ironic it is. And he's. <laughs> Hugging the crocodile, <laughs> why these terrible sounds effects of farts and shit come splattering out. Oh my god, yes. That and moment in particular. Dude, it's supposed to be serious. He's literally deathly. The narration is <laughs> deathly serious. And <laughs> the fucking score. The score is this amazing classical music that would have been great in a fucking good movie. But, like, <laughs> Dude, I literally I dribbled a a good chunk of piss out. I was crying so hard, laughing. <laughs> it was the funniest fucking scene I've ever fucking watched. Dude, what the fuck is it with those fart noises, dude? What dude. the fuck? Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. So- it was so unneeded. <laughs> We know the situation. We see him on the shitter. We don't need the plopping and shit. It's not even the plopping for me. So to pull back the curtain a little bit, this was a rough okay. prep for me because of work. So me and Matt had to watch most of the movies together. Yeah. And uh, just to get them in. So we we're kind of sitting there watching this one talking. When the first sound effect hit, and it's just like, <laughs> the room went silent. <laughs> Dude, that you could match that audio with the film's audio, and it would be perfect. <laughs> like the room went silent. We just looked at each other, like, man, why? <laughs> Dude, it's literally like a ten-minute scene, mm-hmm. and he's like squeezing the crocodile, and then he's letting it go, but sound effects are still happening, and fucking <laughs> then he hugs it again. <laughs> it's. It's like when I'm watching this, like, and this could go for a lot of, I'm going to call him Old Damo. <laughs> old Damo, baby. Um, when I watch his movies, I'm like, the dude clearly knows where to put a camera. Like, they look pretty good, I would say. No, it, it had some great shots in it, I do got to say. But, like, you add in this, like, narration that sounds like you're listening to that No Sleep podcast from back in the day, the Creepypasta Read podcast. <laughs> Terribly written. <laughs> Terribly written. So I think just it's not even funny. <laughs> oh, I think it's just like translated fucking poorly too. Because mm-hmm. like at one point he's like cunt flesh, yeah. and I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you even? What? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> <laughs> 
Look, I, I get it's supposed to be an expletive, but like cunt is not the right expletive for it. <laughs> no. What the fuck are you talking about? And I don't know if the guy who's doing the narration is the same as the actor in the movie, but it, this actor in the movie is like giving it his all. Just he the is, narration yeah. is just drone over top of it. Like, I don't yeah. give a shit. <laughs> I still. That's one of my positives, too, is the actor was actually, he was good. He was yeah, giving yeah. Fucking he was his all, it. yeah. You know, and, like, but, the movie is grimy. It looks gross. It feels yeah. gross. Some of the effects are really good. But it's just yeah, like effects are down, great. When it comes down to the script and, and the sound effects and, like, anything that makes a movie, like, genuinely really good. <laughs> oh, man. He drops the ball on so many occasions. <laughs> God, dude. I just, I don't, yeah, there's so much about this movie. I'm like, this could have been great. It could have been. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm shocked because I was literally, at, while I was watching, I went on IMDb to see if people thought it was as funny as me. People were fucking, they seriously loved this movie. And I'm like, hey. what the fuck? This is not serious, like, at <laughs> all. Like, people tried to make it serious, and that's why it's funny. (laughs) (laughs) For me, it's like, and also, too, like, this is, like, one of his stronger movies. Dude, seriously? This is the first Demisiana movie I've watched, and I'm really excited for House of Flesh Mannequins. I just haven't checked it out in, like, the past year. I've been excited. (laughs) Oh, no. I've watched House of Flesh Mannequins. I don't remember a fuck thing about it. Well, I heard it was really slow, but I love slow movies. Mm-hmm. It's got a here in it. That is a positive. It does? I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah. Or no, 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 not Udo Kier, uh Giovanni Lombardo or DC. Well, that makes it a little more disappointing. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a little bit, I love her DC, but he's not Udo Kiri. You know? <laughs> well, no, it's like you see child actors and they're in a movie. It's like, oh, he lost his acting ability. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's cool that he's in there, but like, eh, should he still be working? <laughs> like, like, one thing I'll, I'll say about House of Flesh Mannequins is it still has a, there's a scene in it that I cannot really pinpoint why it's in it but it is still, like, one of the more shocking things I've seen in a movie. Mm-hmm. So that's just a running fucking theme in his movies. Why the fuck is this in it? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> well, it's like, uh, he, he, you're Symbolica's three mates with him. <laughs> I, yeah, it, his was shot very, kind of well. Exactly. What me what the have, fuck was happening? We might have talked about this so many times. It's like, his movies are like, they're shot so well. But like when it comes to like style over substance, it's like the substance. There's nothing. It's nothing. Like the dude's fingering his butt. <laughs> Dude, seriously, he was fingering his asshole and putting his dick through plastic wrap and his mouth through plastic wrap. And I'm like, this is so long. Like, <laughs> like fuck it. Mar- Marcus literally said like ten minutes is the max unless you already made the short. Bitch, that was like fifteen minutes of you playing with your asshole over plastic wrap. Like. <laughs> What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and like, you know, Deep Web XXX is God. Never damn. seen it, yeah. God damn. <laughs> One of the worst things I've ever seen. <laughs> I'll never forget the because the I'll never forget I'll never forget the night you watched that. I was at work. I was just getting messages like, God damn it. This is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, you know, he is an indie filmmaker, and I hate shitting on indie filmmakers because, like, 
you know, they're putting the, you know, everything into these movies, but man, you got to just be like, dude, you've made, you've made a lot of movies and none of them are that good. (laughs) Well, he, he, he did actually stop making movies to do plays now, but like, God bless him. God bless him. Seriously. It's like, I don't, I don't know if he was the DP on any of his movies, but like, just go to where you're good at, man. Like, you got some good shots, but please stop writing fucking movies. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, work on your writing then, you know? Dude, it felt like a fucking Holy Mountain ripoff. And speaking of Holy Mountain, we got the Jesus scenes and the desert scenes. And, like, yeah. like what the fuck, dude? I get that you're trying to go for this like whole desolation and like just no dude like you you should know what you have before you get to shooting and before you get to editing and just based off of script based off the narration you should know what you have needs to be funny like this is is not not a serious fucking movie it's like the issue made it the final edit. First edit, when you're sitting there watching, it's like, mm-hmm. like yeah, that, that don't work. That don't work when you take that no. out. Let's do that one again. Uh, dude, I remember cut the scene. It was so long. It's like, if you're trying to make something serious, how about not having a shitting scene go on for 15 fucking minutes? Like, yeah. I feel like we watched something else recently that had something similar to that. I'm like, what? Is, this, ain't, this ain't disturbing me. It's funny, you know, like this is funny. Dude, oh fuck it, we didn't watch it together, but it was fucking Story Prunella with the fucking fart noises. Oh, that was something completely different. That was wild. Uh, That was wild as fuck. (laughs) Never heard about it, dude. It 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 is for for your sake, unfortunately, a master video release, but. Dude, it's either the oh greatest movie or worst roughy ever made. I can't decide, but I love it. <laughs> okay, like I hold on, hold on, hold on, real quick. Okay, have you fuckers seen the Taming of Rebecca? Yes. yes. Same. Herschel Herschel talked shit about it. <laughs> it it was the most disturbing roughy I've ever seen. Just personally, like the fucking dialogue in that during the sex scenes oh. fucked me up so bad. And he like the actors felt so serious about it. Like the the beginning where she's getting fucked by her father. Like the dialogue in that scene fucked me up, dude. It, yeah, Phil Prince is a was a nasty motherfucker. Yeah. Same dude, yeah. seriously. And the guy who plays the um, the um, headmaster of the dorm or whatever. Oh, the coked up motherfucker. Yeah, he's the he's essentially the David Hess character in Story Prunella. <laughs> oh Jesus! Yeah, and he's just as bad. Oh, he's fucking insane. <laughs> After watching that, I don't know if I want to watch any more of his work. <laughs> it's rough. And you also, oh, you're talking about old people earlier with Giuseppe Andrews. Oh boy! Oh boy! There's a fucking scene. Dixie Do, Dixie Do, who is probably in her sixties. Fucking Ron Jeremy. Oh my god! I, I heard you guys talking about this. I actually remember oh, hearing about that. Yeah. Fucking horrific. Grim. Grim. <laughs> grim. It's grim for my own life watching that happen. <laughs> yeah. 
I hated that. <laughs> I don't know if I got much more to say on Ray Crocodile. I mean, Valley I mean, we started about talking about another movie. <laughs> Dude, seriously. I give old Damo an A for effort. Oh, I give him. I give him a D. He passes in some schools, but doesn't pass in others. Oh, what I meant to bring up too is that it's like Freddy versus Jason to me. We talked about that with the VHS thing. It's like Freddy versus Jason is a great Jason movie. Or no, a great Freddy movie, but a shitty Jason movie. Mm-hmm. Red Crocodile is a great fucking comedy, but a shit fucking horror movie, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, without spoiling anything, the ending. What'd you think about that? Without spoiling anything? Uh, Fuck spoiling it. Yeah, it's the fucking apocalypse. It's not even the ending. They were literally blaring shit throughout like the last 20 minutes of, hey, get the fuck out of here. And he's so (laughs) obsessed with shitting himself and doing weird fucking shit. (laughs) He laughed the same time I laughed. It was fucking ridiculous. (laughs) That was the actor seeing his career just go up in flames. <laughs> no, I looked it up. He did two shit, and it was it, uh, two other sh- like movies, and it was all before this. His career. Oh, damn. <laughs> he saw Fuck. a mushroom cloud. He's like, "There it is, boys." Dude, seriously, <laughs> I didn't think he. I didn't think he was that bad either. But no, fucking yeah, I actually thought he was good too. <laughs> Dude, Red Crocodile is not something you should put on your fucking resume. <laughs> probably not. Oh my god, I'm like, I'll probably never forget the fucking moment when me and John were watching it this time because we watched it together a long time ago. We didn't remember shit about it. Yeah, no, I didn't remember shit about it. Which and, told us something, but you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but oh my god. What, like we're talking about like yeah you know Dom's like he's got great shots in here and there's like great ideas and then the fucking fart happened and we yeah we fucking went silent for a second we're like what the fuck was that are you serious like fuck god damn it I'm trying to give you something here you're gonna do this to me I was trying to get into your atmosphere and you ruined it with fucking five minutes of fart noises and then he gets up and blood's dripping out of his asshole <laughs> And I still kept laughing fucking hysterically. <laughs> it's not just dripping out. It's pretty much just pouring out of his ass like fucking oh, Jarga. Oh, blood Jarga. One guy, one jar. I'd much rather watch one guy, one jar than that scene again. <laughs> At least it was better done. Because... <laughs> it's better done. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh no no but seriously with all the shit i'm talking like i said i enjoyed it for the wrong reasons if you want to laugh at it fucking totally watch it because i did enjoy i did enjoy laughing at it like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like I, you know my, my overall opinion on red crocodile is there's great ideas but there's poor execution on a lot of it yeah what <sighs> It's all the fucking writing, man. Like the yeah. set, the sets are great. The acting was great. The special effects were great. It's just like you didn't have something to fucking go off of that was no. Good. <laughs> you know, honestly, like I think this movie would be way better if you, of course, you cut out the fart noises because that's yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> and the narration. Exactly the rest of the movie. 
Well, not like, the narration, because like fucking the scenes drag on so fucking long. If yeah. you did, if you didn't have the narration to laugh at, you'd be like, "What the fuck, dude? This is too long." Yeah, <laughs> I think in general, maybe the movie should have been cut down. Like maybe this would have been oh, a really 100%. good short film. Oh yeah, yeah, feature. <laughs> this should have been a special feature that's like 20, 30 minutes long at most. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And how long was it? It was like an hour 28, something it's like, not that. Even like that. Yeah. Long. <laughs> it's like maybe 80 minutes. <laughs> Fuck. It felt a lot longer. <laughs> he does, yeah. I even, like, I have one point, Matt's like, man, this movie is dragging, ain't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's going. <laughs> Fuck, man. Yeah. Well, like... <laughs> well, Rod G- Red Crocodile. It's a fucking experience. <laughs> That's the long time. one. That's the first time uh, we've ever reviewed Old Damo on the show. <laughs> I'm sure it won't be the last. I'm glad. I'm glad to be here because it's also the first movie I've seen of his. Well, feature feature length movie. We'll yeah. say that. I hope you love narration. <laughs> Because <laughs> oh. movies are full of them. <laughs> Wait, seriously? Oh All of them are full of them? Oh, can't remember if House of Flesh Mannequin is, but a lot of them are. Oh, God. Yeah. I had a buddy recommend me Doll Syndrome, too. And I bought it when I bought Mutilation Theater, even though I shouldn't have had to buy it. I have a fucking short in it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I fucking bought it, and Doll Syndrome was like $3 extra for it. So I'm like, I'll buy it, too. <laughs> I, have the, I have the Wild Eye DVD of Doll Syndrome. <laughs> There was a wild eye there fucking was a releasing. Wild eye DVD. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, drugs, guys. <laughs> drugs. Do them or don't do them. If you, <laughs> I don't know where I was going. <laughs> the choice is yours, and yours alone. <laughs> the choice is yours. <laughs> Dude, if you take drugs, I guess it's just see what happens. Do drugs responsibly, kids. Do the right drugs. Don't do don't do meth or heroin, and do all the rest. <laughs> don't don't take acid if you're been not not nice. Yeah, don't take acid if you're been mentally fucking ill. It'll make it worse. <laughs> I disagree with that, but that's a different conversation. <laughs> that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> oh, fuck. Bones Brothers, it's been great having you on the show. I really appreciate it, man. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> We're definitely going to have you on again soon. Oh, hell yeah. Yes. And whatever you want, I'll fucking jump on. This is literally the only thing I was preparing for. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I was shooting a short, so I had a lot of shit to do, but I'm glad you guys made me rewatch two out of the three of these movies. <laughs> you win some, you lose some, you know? Yeah, I really did appreciate it, actually. I'm glad you guys made me rewatch Train Spotting. But before we let you go, plug some stuff. I know you got stuff. Plug some stuff. Oh, fuck me. See, okay. Not a long rant. Mr. Parka fucking asked me that too on his YouTube video while he was scanning past me, and I was fucking blackout drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and so, if you see his Wasteland vlog with my dumbass in it, fucking 
I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, QVC, Bones and Brews, a new episode's actually coming out tomorrow or the next day, or I don't know when this is going to be posted. It might already be out, but uh, uh, Joe Bones podcast, uh, Symbolicus 3, buy it. Nathan Rumler has a good release of it. Uh, Mutilation Theater from Jor, Jor, Gordrome, uh, that'll be on there. Uh, I'm doing a Bible segment for White Gardenia, uh, that's going to be put out by New Film Order. And then look out for Indiegogo coming up for a project with me and Osri Angel. That's going to be my first feature length film. That's going to be a shitload better than the rest of the films I did. And if you like erotic body horror, then come come do it <laughs> let's go <laughs> let's go but uh yeah it's been fun it's been really <laughs> yeah. fun yeah go yeah, buy symbolicus it. 3 it's great by the way oh yeah yes. go buy symbolicus 3 there's a lot of great segments of one that does not need to be in there on that note i'm john i'm matt and you've been listening to the podcast dedicated to the dark side of film sick on cinema 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 old domo baby